So I don't, I don't regularly like to, to start stream out on like a, a bad note. Um, and you know, I, I, I prefer to stay like relatively calm. Um, but, but I've kind of fired up recently. Um, and I'm a little bit sick of, of what's been going on, frankly. And, and, and that, that sickness, um, you know, what sickness may that be? Well, I, I hear it's something called long COVID. Um, <laughs> apparently that's a thing. No, I, I was sick for multiple weeks. That's not what I'm t talking about. I, um, don't understand why, um, Let me put it this way. At what point is it acceptable for me? Is it is it a permissible thing for me to say? Um, at what point is it is it acceptable for me to say I don't care anymore? Burn in hell. At, at what point is it okay for me to say that? Because it it really seems time and again that. The, the world and its evil is is relentless and unforgiving and frankly evil um now you know I I, I think there's a there's a unique amount of of evils to explore here um but I I, I think it's um relevant to I, th I think it'll be interesting to explore. So, first of all, you know, it, it, it all it, it all started out by some schizo, frankly, saying this, and you, you know, this is what we see with um, the, the, you know, I I saw one Twitter user put it um, you know frankly, quite kindly as, as Tumblr refugees, um, you know, someone else who has nowhere to go, but just wants to take to Twitter. Um, and, and, and Twitter, you saw that as, as a long time was, was a bastion for people with a lot of hatred that it, you know, it's, it's okay to be hateful as long as you are spitting a, a left-wing agenda. It's okay. You, you can be as hateful as you want and nobody's gonna gonna fault you for being hateful as long as it's a left-wing agenda um and and now that elon musk has um has 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 taken things over and and, and changed things um because i i don't think um a lot of his changes have been good but i think that the the spirit the idea behind many of his changes I've, i'm uh quite happy with um I discussed that previously on stream, so I don't really have to get into it, but, um, genuinely, you know, what, what are, what, what, what is the average person to do in this, um, in this world at this point? Um, because, um, you know, that's a, that's a completely different topic 
that I don't really need to get onto, but like perhaps I'll touch on it briefly. It's it's interesting that what was previously a, a big old bastion for um, left-wing thinking has finally gotten a little bit of pushback, not because um, it um, has any sort of, what's the word? Um, not because left-wing people are punished for being left-wing, but because right-wing people are not being punished for being right-wing, and it and it's and it's frustrating and it's it's tiring. Um, like I, like I remember listening to the H three podcast several years ago, um, where we've got the producer on the on the podcast and we've got the um, the host of the podcast scoffing about how oh oh the right wing is there. they always a conservative specifically in that scenario they've got this um this complex they want to be oppressed so bad they they have this this idea that they're being suppressed in one way or another and it's just it's just tiring because you look at the actions every single day of big tech and you look at the words that come out of the mouths of left-wing people, and it's just, how is this not obvious to you? How is, how is it only that the principled right-wingers, conservatives, libertarians, classical liberals, why is it that only they see the wrong when it comes to all of the the vitriol that's constantly spewed and all of the unfair treatment that n never ends and it's it's really like i think there are some left-wing people that um genuinely like they think that they're doing the right thing i think that they um i don't know they, they have whatever whatever ideas that they've got about what should and shouldn't um happen like I, I don't know but they they end up completely blind to the the actual bigotry if we want to go back to definitions the actual bigotry that is rampant online against just people who think differently not 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 strictly people who you know everybody you know wants would want to condemn i just people people overcorrect constantly it's not about ever it's not ever about principles it's never been about principles everybody <laughs> at least that i'm talking about they don't care about principles and 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 some of them i don't think can even comprehend them um, for some people, the only guiding principle throughout their entire life is power and me getting it. And that's it. I don't, I don't care about anything else. Any, any arguments that I make that utilize the, the concept of principles, which of course every, every good argument does utilize that concept is it's not going to be about principles. It's not going to be about trying to come from a principled position to argue your side. It's not, it's not about rationalizing your position. 
it's always been about power. And they don't care when it's, they, they only care when it's somebody that, that, that they can use to gain more power. It's, it's never been about, I, I don't know, people, I think that there are dishonest people who, you know, unprincipled people who they just, they look to make the arguments to try and convince people who use actual arguments and actual reasoning and actually talk to people trying to convince them. I think that there, there are people who use that to try and convince the smarter people um, and to use biases and to use clever wording and the only reason why the right fails at this is because we're principled. Because I am not a collectivist who's about to lock step and link arms with everybody who could possibly help me. I'm going to stay true to the positions that I hold unless I'm convinced otherwise. And any arguments that I make for or against any position is going to be based off of principles. And until I'm introduced something that can convince me, I'm not budging. But there are people who are willing to budge because they don't truly believe in, in any principles whatsoever, the, other than I want power and I want the people that I dislike to not have power. And, and regardless of not having power, like political power or anything like that, it's just, I don't want you to have the power. I don't want you to have freedom. I don't want you to have liberty. That's, that's what that, at, the attitude is. And, and I'm sick of it because, you know, the, the intelligent people who knowingly use their, their ability to, um, to argue in favor of one thing or another, abuse the gifts that they've been given, the, the intelligence that they have. They abuse that in order to give themselves satisfaction or some other form of selfish gain. And it's, and it's morally bankrupt. And so then you end up with people who are not intelligent enough, who have not been taught about truth, who, who, who are easy to mislead. Um, and because of the cultural hegemony that they, that, that they hold, because of the, um, all of the efforts that are put into silencing the truth when the truth goes against what I want, it, it, it's like the people who would otherwise be on the side of truth end up being on the side of falsehood and lies and contempt because they don't know any better. And, and it's like, you know, who is, who is the more egregious example? 
right? The, the, the person who didn't know any better, but, but still did something wrong because they didn't know any better, or the person who actively misled them, the person who caused them to not know any better. Because I don't have any contempt um, for somebody being misled in this way. This was an incredibly stupid thing to say. Um, and, and perhaps I'm blowing it out of proportion. Frankly, there's been, you know, more hot button issues than this. Um, my take on it, as I posted recently on Twitter, was that I'm pretty sure this person confused Wendigoon for somebody else. Like, he saw Brandon Herrera or Donut Operator or some other white person with a beard and thought, I can't believe that this is the same person. And, and rather than Googling for half a second and doing the intelligent thing, they just emotionally took to Twitter. And, and it turns out that there are consequences for your actions. And when you just go and be emotional, you know, um, Ione's not lost on me, obviously, because I'm a little bit hot and bothered right now. But... <sighs> Like, there, there are consequences. If you're going to go out and talk about something that you know nothing about, um, then people people with millions of followers are going to laugh at you. And you're going to go private. And she went private. I'm assuming she's a she because, frankly, I don't know that many males named Kira. Um, but this is somebody who is probably young i think it may have said um in in a bio what what her age was and you know of course she's talking about being disabled in the bio that was a thing that was um was said but um it's just this is what a media that looks for every single excuse to demonize people does to people who are not skeptical. This is part of the reason why skepticism is so important. Because if this person was more skeptical, if this person thought a little bit more about what they took in and, and just stopped to think for a little bit, um, she'd be like, hmm. Is that perhaps something that I'm missing. Before I go out and post to Twitter about this, is there something that I'm missing? That forethought could have saved her the expense of being laughed at by everybody on the internet. Because here's the thing, whether, whether, whether or not you have a, a position for or against Kyle Rittenhouse, what is ridiculous about this, and, and it comes directly from this demonization, it, it, it's, it's right downstream of this demonization, that somebody said somewhere at some point that Wendigoon was XYZ, and it's just hearsay. Um, and whether or not it's even true she's not even willing to hear out that perspective 
Whether or not he even has that perspective in the first place, she doesn't want to know that he has that perspective because she's been taught that anybody who has that perspective is an evil person. And, you know, some people said that this statement was like, you know, what are you, what are you so afraid of? Like he's mega mind or something. What is he going to do? You know, is it <laughs> genuinely, what is he going to do? Um, and it, and it's like, I just thought Wendigoon was an incel. First of all, that statement is completely ridiculous, completely and utterly ridiculous because he has a wife and if he's anything like any relationship, you know, any marriage, then they're probably not celibate. <laughs> so, first of all, know who you're talking about before you go out and talk about them. Otherwise, you may end up re looking like a fool and regretting it. But, um... You know, otherwise, um, I didn't realize he was a fully blown neo-Nazi. I don't think anybody realized that. I think you're the only person who came to that realization. Is it possible that you don't have a clue what you're talking about? Or is it that, you know, it, it turns out that he actually is this this evil demon that he actually does espouse neo-nazi beliefs and if so where's the evidence because all i saw was a single tweet that said apparently he had a previous youtube account um called like boogaloo boy or something and he was talking about like pro second amendment stuff on it or something like that that was just it was just hearsay i haven't looked into it i have no clue but even if that was the case we you know this is this is part of what you know the ridiculousness of cancel culture is and it is a real thing and people need to shut up and actually look at each individual case we're looking at it in an individual case right now. It's a real thing. This is somebody who is a fool, clutching her pearls, thinking that somebody thinks something that he does not think, as far as anybody knows, that he does not think, at least as far as I've seen, but also that that makes him dangerous. And here's the thing. We don't know, uh, at least, you know, with just just going off of this and what I'm seeing on Twitter, we don't know what Wendigoon thinks about Kyle Rittenhouse. For all we know, he could disagree with the verdict of Kyle Rittenhouse. He, he could, you know, be fully denouncing, you know, put Wendigoon in the position of Kyle Rittenhouse and perhaps he wouldn't have pulled the trigger. Perhaps he would have let himself get killed. Maybe that's the kind of person Wendigoon is. I'm not saying that every single person, if put in the same position as Kyle Rittenhouse, if they didn't also decide to pull the trigger, trigger that they're like a pussy or something. Like, frankly, there are some people who are not prepared to kill or be killed. 
but frankly, at the same time, natural selection. If, if it's between me and somebody else, um, then I don't really want to take my chances. And just because you would take your chances on that doesn't mean that everybody else doesn't isn't allowed to take their chances on that. Doesn't mean that Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't allowed to take that chance. There's a reason why he was he was um not found guilt found not guilty of murder. There's a reason why. There's a reason why he's not in jail right now. It's because, you know, sometimes the justice system messes up. There are miscarriages of justice where someone isn't punished enough or someone is punished who didn't deserve it. And that's part of why I think that's actually the best argument against capital punishment. Um, you know, just as someone who enjoys true crime, I've seen situations where people have been put for years in prison, um, potentially could have been put on death row for a crime that they didn't commit where the justice system got it wrong and potentially someone paid for it in, with their blood and that's not right and I, I don't know if i don't know if i trust our um process enough to allow that to happen but i think especially when there is no shred of any doubt like theoretically in a perfect world we know when someone's guilty and when they're guilty you know punish them adequately But I'm not here to talk about capital punishment. I'm here to talk about this particular, frankly, retarded tweet. And Twitch can ban me. I don't care. Um, nobody's watching. It's fine. Um, but, you know, if the entire premise was Wendigoon loves Kyle Rittenhouse and you, you are genuinely scared shitless of what he might do, if the only premise is that he loves this particular man, I suppose he's an adult now, isn't he? When did he turn 18? I don't know. Like, what's he going to do? What is he, what, what are you genuinely scared shitless that he might do? Like, hop into Kyle Rittenhouse's DMs and, you know, slide into those DMs or something? Like, obviously that's not what they're afraid of when it comes to loving Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't, I don't love or hate him in particular. Um, but I, I do have a, an absolute sense of wanting to defend when somebody did something did nothing wrong and yet there's still a massive contingency of mentally ill people who cannot for the life of them realize that he was he did nothing wrong like i am i am sick of that i am sick of having to see this debate trend on twitter every once in a while and now to have other unrelated people have their names dragged through the mud for 
defending, for, for allegedly holding the position that it is okay to kill somebody in self-defense who is actively trying to kill you. I am, our culture is sick that, that we cannot agree that in, in America, in the land of the fucking free, that we can't um, defend ourselves. That if someone is trying actively to kill us, that we have no right to respond in kind and to protect our own. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, if you try to take that away from me, then you have forfeited your right to live. In that moment, you deserve to die. And that, and that, and that doesn't mean that I, I don't know, deserves a, a difficult word. In, in that moment, you have forfeited your right to live and I have, you have given me the right to remove you of your ability to remove my abilities because you've crossed the line. And, and, and this, this is what um, our country was founded upon was, were these new ideas that nobody ever decided to put into, into act, actual active practice of government. These ideas of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, life, liberty, property, um, you know, was changed because the Founding Fathers knew that they couldn't guarantee property and they couldn't guarantee happiness, but they can guarantee the, the equal opportunity to, to be able to pursue happiness. They knew that they couldn't guarantee that, so that's, that's what they... They knew what they could and could not guarantee. But, but they knew that if somebody tries to oppress you, to take away your life, liberty, and ability to pursue happiness, that that is a fundamental breaking of a social contract. And if, 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 you're, if you're, you're trying to, to come at me, then there's, there's certain rights that you can't be afforded anymore, including your right to live. If you're trying to take away mine, I can, I, I, I could, I've got the right to say, no, you don't get to take that away from me. And this applies to just about everyone. But this is what the, this is what the demonization leads to is, you know, incel neo-Nazi. These words don't mean anything anymore. Because you're calling a married man an incel. These words don't mean anything anymore. Because there's there's no it's it's just the boogeyman. There's there's no Nazis, and if there are, point them out to me so I can laugh at them too. 
Point them out to me so I can make arguments against them as well. But the more that you demonize like this, the more that you ban people off of platforms, the more that you encroach on freedom of speech in not just a political sense, but also in a cultural sense, you cause the fringes to become greater. I don't think that I would have people in my replies calling me a faggot on Twitter for being bisexual or for posting a fucking meme. I don't think I'd have people in my replies saying that if people were allowed to say that in the first place. It's just because, like, like imagine free speech as a dam. Uh, uh, and... Imagine free speech as the free flow of water, and imagine any encroachment on that as a dam. What escapes is under higher pressure. The more that you lower the wall on that dam, the higher the pressure and force of, I mean, you know, this is how the Hoover Dam works, this is how, you know, hydraulic power works, how you generate power. You, you increase the pressure by not allowing that water to escape. Gravity causes it to compound upon itself and blast out in a higher frequency. Uh, not frequency, sorry, velocity. That increased speed is what we see when we've got people calling me a faggot for being bisexual. People wouldn't be saying that if they sat down and, and talked with me. People wouldn't be saying that if they were allowed to... Like, I have had conversations with people good friends, not good friends, just general people. I've sat down with them, figuratively or literally, and talked about religious beliefs when it comes to homosexual behavior, and we've had great talks. And I've never encroached upon their ability to say, I don't think that homosexual behavior is going to get you into heaven or whatever it may be, that people have the right to say that and to believe that. But the more that we encroach on that right, the more that we punish people in a cultural sense, the more people, especially people with, um, you know, the oppositional defiant disorder, for goodness sake. Um, but it's, it's just general human nature. I think that's just to an exacerbated degree. People don't like to be told what to fucking do. And when and you, when you tell people that they can't say what they want to say, it, it puts so much pressure on them that when they can finally say what they want to say behind closed doors, on private Discord servers, on, you know, Twitter, now that Twitter actually allows people to say words with syllables in them, The moment that they get an inch of freedom, it's under so much pressure because it's been pent up. Whereas if people were allowed to have these conversations, there would be less hate. I can, I can practically guarantee it. But because of this, this attitude that we have that if you are a Christian, you are a homophobe. If you are a, if you are a Christian, you're inherently a bigot. And I'm not, this is not a straw man. People, idiots on Twitter right now are saying this is a straw man. There'd be so much less hate in the world. If we could just sit down and have these conversations. But because we've not been allowed to, because people aren't patient enough, I get cold slurs on Twitter. And I don't even, I don't, I take it all the chin because it's like, eh. 
people have the right to say that. I'm I'm kind of concerned that they that they think so poorly of me as an individual that they think that perhaps that you know that they hate me for making a my a personal life decision or you know for having a temptation or whatever you want to call it that they they actually have a, an anger against me that that anger is not coming from my actions that anger is coming from them not being able to talk about it and being have, having forced down and shoved down their throat constantly i have friends who I truly think out of out of very little fault of their own have been beaten back and just don't have the patience anymore. And you know like do do you, do you really think that my good friend would be, you know, in every single every time that I sent um a um you know a, a meme like this you know showing some, do you really think that people would be going out on Twitter being like, "I'm a, I'm a passionate furry killer, fur, furry hunter"? Do you do you think people would be making the same tired jokes of, "Oh, they would identify as animals"? Like, do you really think people would be saying that if there wasn't such significant religious thinking, unreasoning thinking coming mostly from people on the left? Um, and I'm not going to pretend that the right doesn't do it either. This, the religious thinking surrounding GTA 6's release is ridiculous. This puritanism is ridiculous. I hate it on either sides. People cannot debate and have principles. People cannot uh, engage with them. At a fundamental level, th these people are broken because they haven't been given the freedom. They haven't been granted the freedom that they have to just be able to relax and say what's on their mind without people jumping down their throat about it and they you make them what we call in the film industry what we call in the writing industry fictional or, or otherwise it's you know storytelling you make them a sympathetic character to themselves and to many who watch that happen you know, in um, at at school in college, I I took a writing class. It was one of the favorite classes that I had. I was I was made fun of in that class, um, f for asking frankly some pretty autistic questions. But um, or at least uh, on at least one occasion, it was because our um professor there, and and I actually will respect him with the moniker of professor because he was the smartest fucking person that I ever took a class from. <laughs> He insulted me or, or made jokes at my expense, made me feel embarrassed. But his inability, not inability, his, his fortitude in just saying what was true, what was right, was more important than my feelings in the moment. And I could have held a grudge against him, but I didn't. Y you know, but the, the the example that he had in that class was in in the documentary Bowling for Columbine, which I I actually do kind of want to see. Probably would rant at it. I don't know, but in in that film, um, 
documentary film, Bowling for Columbine, the, the filmmaker, I forget his name, um, sits down with the then president of the NRA and he shouts him down, being like, look at all the kids that died in Columbine, this is your fault. And he accidentally made him a sympathetic character. He thought that he was on a righteous crusade. And the NRA guy was there like, I, I had no hand in this. Um, and, you know, an innocent person getting defensive. I would love to look up that scene. I would love to actually see the irony of that situation go down. And, and I don't think um, Professor N, as I suppose I'll call him, I don't think he was, was right-wing. I, I just think he was actually dedicated to objectivity. And it seems that the closest dedication that you have to objectivity nowadays, the, the more right-wing people will claim you to be. So fuck it. I have a dedication to truth. I have a dedication to obje objectivity. And if that makes me right-wing, if that makes me a, a conservative, if that makes me a Kyle Rittenhouse-loving neo-Nazi, then I feel like, first of all, you should probably frame your own, you know, concepts in a, in a way that actually makes damn sense. You know, words mean things. But then again, reality is kryptonite to these people. Um... If that makes me whatever moniker you want to label me as, sure, whatever. If you want to label me as whatever you, your made-up definition for whatever evil moniker you're going to put put on me is, then whatever. Like, I, I'm, I'm sick of it. And I'm, I'm not going to actually, it, 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 it starts to mean nothing. It starts to mean nothing when everybody is an incel, when everybody is a neo-Nazi and a Hitler and a, like, you, you are denigrating people with labels that you apply to everybody to the point that it doesn't mean anything anymore. You're the boy who cried wolf. If everybody is a wolf and nobody is otherwise then every single time you cry wolf everyone's gonna be like yeah you you already called me a wolf before i'm not you know as scary as you think i am but if you've changed the definitions to mean something else then whatever what's sad is that i quite possibly have more ideologically in common with with some of these edgy people saying slurs online than I do with, you know, the people who would actively, you know, put their fists up in support of me being bisexual. Because your support means nothing when I see what you truly stand for. Because it's not, it's not like you stand for nothing. If you stand for nothing, what do you fall for? It's not like you stand for nothing. It's that you stand for evil. And if you stand for me and evil, then you're no friend of mine. Like, I just, I don't know. And I, and I don't fault people for having trans flags, and I don't fault people for being non-binary or whatever. There's people just living their lives in whatever way that they want to. Um, but I, I really, if if we, 
didn't have, um, you know, regulations that allowed big tech companies to defend themselves against, um, you know, am I a platform? Am I, am I a publisher? Schrodinger's big tech platform. Let's play this game of Russian roulette. Any, what, whatever answer benefits me in the moment. If someone disagrees, if someone I disagree with says something I disagree with on my platform, well, I can ban them and it's fine. But if somebody on my platform said, like, it pushes me towards anarchy, if anything. It's like, I'm starting to not even care. Like, I'm starting to not even care about, you know, people organizing in, in these groups. Like, I feel like if we just finally release the dam, there would be some destruction for a while. But then... All of that pressure would eventually, eventually even out and we'd reach an equilibrium. But it's only because we've opened the dam a little bit and people are pissed that we're opening the dam because look at what's coming out the dam. If the dam wasn't there in the dam first place, then it wouldn't be under such high pressure. If people felt like they could just say that I don't think homosexuality is good for... The, for your eternal well-being and if, if people knew know that they have the right to say that and they say that and they don't and, and people say you know i disagree but let's have a conversation about it that's what i say to people who say that that is what i say to people who say that as a bisexual man i <sighs> bisexual male like sometimes it hurts to think that somebody thinks that I'm evil for, or, or that I'm succumbing to a, a temptation to a degree that I shouldn't. But like, I, I also like to hear people out and I don't want to shame people for not being exactly where I'm at. But I just, I see it time and again, like I would not be getting this in my replies if this person was able to sit down and talk with people like me. The people who think this is funny, not even bisexual people, I just think it's funny. And I get called a faggot for thinking it's funny. It wouldn't happen. I can almost guarantee that it wouldn't happen if you were just allowed to say what you are constitutionally allowed to say. Not just constitutionally, but, you know morally allowed to say which is of course debatable but <sighs> these people don't think that people who think that kyle rittenhouse didn't do anything wrong um are good people she th she thinks they're evil people and i don't i don't blame her for that I blame the people who've misled her for that. Now, now, now. At what point, you know, is is the son of a terrorist, um, who was raised by a terrorist, responsible for the terrorism that they commit? To a certain degree, I, I think absolutely. There's a, but it's it's hard to know where to draw that line, you know. And 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 you know, obviously, that's a false equivalency. Is is someone who was misled? Is the concept? Is is the is the idea here? Someone who was misled. Um, not allowed 
you, you know, how much forgiveness can we have for, for people who don't know any better? And you'll find that the people who, like, I, I have more forgiveness in my soul for this person than this person would have for me. But we, it's just because we disagree on one issue. But, but not just because we disagree, but because this person doesn't know how to talk out a disagreement. And, and that's just concerning. I am so concerned with the way that our society has gone. And I, and I feel like the internet has fed into this rubbish so heavily because people, authoritarian people, and that's their only goal is authoritarianism, is cultural hegemony, is power, have gained that power because they play dirty and the principal people don't refuse to play dirty. And because they refuse to play dirty, guess what? You don't get shit done. All of the Republicans are busy in fighting. And so we don't get things passed. But because the Democrats don't have a single principle on upon which they stand, you know, other than like one or two of them, then they lock arms and they go because they're collectivists or because they're Marxists. It's, it's because they're, they're people who do not have any other principle other than I want to defend the people who are like me and the people who are like me don't care about principles, about what's right, about truth. They don't care about any of that bullshit. I'm just, I'm sick of it. I don't know how many times I'm going to say it, but I am sick of it. And it's like, you know, why are there so many likes? Um, you know, fear mongering. Maybe there are a certain amount of people who are equally mentally ill. Maybe they're bots. I like this one. This is a Tumblr refugees. That's funny. Um, they buy likes to cause the illusion that a lot of people agree. Right. I, I think a lot of it is fringe. The fringe on the right and the fringe on the left, if you get caught in a crowd of people who are insane, you're going to feel like the insane one. And and, and that's what we hear. Um, it's, it's sort of been on my mind recently. You know, if you are alone with your thoughts, um, the only difference between you and an insane person is the insane person is shouting it out to the street. Whereas, whereas a real, you know, sit down conversation with people grounds people. It makes everyone more sane to just sit down and talk with each other. But if everybody is in their own bubble, talking to each other about, I'm so sick of not being able to be, to just call these, you know, I don't want to, what I'm saying to be taken out of context. If people are, are there who just have religious beliefs originally, um, or, or, or have whatever logical argument against homosexuality, for example, they, because of how hard it's been pushed that you can't say what you want to say, you can't say what you have the right to say and what you know you have the right to say, it becomes more hateful because they become sick of it. Release the dam is, is, is what I say. Release the dam. And if we've got people who are, are under so, such high pressure that they end up organizing to commit crimes then so be it on either side. 
But the moment that we shed light on that, the sanity will, the cure, the, the, the vaccine to this will eventually take care of it. Because I, I feel like us as a, a human society, at least for intelligent, sane, rational people, um, we know when, when we've got, we, we talk to each other, we convince each other, we ground each other, and we come to a rational conclusion. And sometimes it takes decades, but we are not going to have intellectual progress without drawing a significant amount of blood, perhaps literal blood, if nobody is allowed to speak. We must speak to each other, otherwise no minds will ever be changed. And that that means hard conversations, that means uncomfortable things, that, that means maybe you sitting down with a homophobe, or who you think is a homophobe, but or a racist, or whatever it may be, but there's no way out of this if everybody who disagrees with me is evil. I want to forgive the people, even if even if I've called them evil in the past. I want to want to extend the olive branch to be able to tell them that you can do better and that you can change your mind. I'll welcome you with open arms once you finally see the light. And I don't care if that forgiveness, that sense of forgiveness comes from Christ. I don't care if it comes from, I, I don't, whoever it comes from, whoever said that forgiveness is a good thing and you believed it. I don't care where that comes to. If you believe in that, then I, I'm with you. <laughs> because I, I don't think this person knows what they're talking about. And that's the only guilty thing here is that you have, you have attacked someone based off of falsehoods. You have been dragged into a, a religious dogma, frankly, that has caused you to think insane things. And, and what do we do with insane people? We do what we can to bring them down to earth again. And if you're on cloud seven over here, um, for goodness sake, like, we're going to bring you down and say you, you weren't in a good place, a good state of mind. But there's no convincing people if we can't rationalize our positions. There's no convincing people if we clutch our pearls every single time somebody says something we disagree with, and we, we will not have progress if nobody has the courage. And, and, and I, at this point, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to just say what I want to say, and everyone else be damned. I don't care anymore. Because it, you know, for the people who, who know, you know, you know, knowingly spread because it's out of their own selfish reasoning, they knowingly spread lies that cause people to think idiotic rubbish like this. Those people can burn in hell. But for the people who don't genuinely know better, who have been misled, who have never seen the light, you can see the light and... 
I'll I'll be I'll be the one who's willing to sit down with you and show you that light. If 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 that's if it takes just me, if it takes just me against the entire world and I have to, you know, Smash Bros world of light everybody and and you know, reactivate everyone, then so be it. If I have to steer everyone right, then and I'm the only sane one left and then whatever. But I'm going to speak, when I see wrong, I'm going to call it as I see it. And that's not speaking my truth, that is speaking the truth. If you think there is a difference between the truth, if you think that truth is subjective, then you don't know what objectivity even is, and you don't believe in objectivity. And if you don't believe, if, if believing in objectivity makes you some sort of right-wing, whatever label you want to label, then sure, whatever. I don't care anymore. Um, and, and this was the, um, you know, this was the response, some rude and slanderous things have been said about my character. And I just want to clarify that I'm not right wing or bigoted or anything besides thankful, anything besides thankful for my opportunity to make goofy YouTube videos. The only thing I believe in is loving God and my wife. And, and, and it's like, you know, I, I think there's a little bit of, um, what's the word? The statement's a little too, um, I, I, I think it's under pressure, this statement, um, because I don't think the only thing he believes in is loving God and his wife. I think what he's trying to say is that those are the, those are my priorities. Those are the most important things to me. And, you know, those, those are the, the principles, the foundation, you know, but <laughs> see, I, I love Max because he's always, you know, the sort of the, the voice of reason he will, um, It's, it's like, you know, he'll, he'll speak satirically like this when he knows that people are being ridiculous and it, and it's a breath of fresh air for, for someone who is, you know, autistically talented, but is just willing to speak his mind. But, you know, he also kind of has to be coy with it. And, you know, I, I want to be coy with it as well, but. I'm too detailed. I'm, I'm too much of a detail-oriented person. And I've thought about this recently. It's just like, I don't, you know, with the imposter syndrome, with everything, like I just, I fear that people are never going to understand. And I hate it half the time. I hate it that I have to, that I, that I feel the need constantly to rationalize a position in such detail. I've been live for a fucking hour. You know, like I, I hate that I have to, that I see the world this way, but I realize that because I see the world this way, it's not something that I've, it's not an ability that I've been given by mistake. It's not something that I should be ashamed of. I see the world this way because it's useful. There's a reason for it. I can, I can see, I can see truth and discern truth at a, at a I can, I can see everything at a more detailed level than I think the average person can. And that perspective will allow me to take people who 
otherwise didn't think about this or whatever else and, and will allow me to be able to address it in, in a way that they didn't realize, that they never thought about. And I can shed light on subjects. I'm the one with the lantern. I'm the one with the big old flashlight um, with the with the 12,000 lumens, but it's a spotlight. And because it's not big enough to show everybody all at once so that they think, oh, okay, right. It's just narrow enough so that I can focus on the details. Um, everybody lose side, loses sight of the bigger picture, even no matter how much in clarity the details that I'm pointing out are. Tell people to come over, gather around, and I point directly at this detail. And they think that doesn't mean anything, whatever, whatever they're going to say in response to that, because they're looking at this tiny aspect. And, and I can shed so much light onto the details of that. But what, what, it, what it means is I have to go from one to the other. I have to move that light around and continue explaining. I have to move it around and say, you see, this is the border here. Um, this is what we're looking at. And even if I can only focus on one amount of it, the, the clarity and the light that I can shed on it, I think is important. And, and, and I hate, the only reason that I hate it half the time is because I know that people don't have the intelligence or the patience or the whatever, that there are people who just don't, aren't here for it. They don't want to hear it. Well, I, I, I'm done caring about those people and what they think and say. I'm done with it. I'm going to use the gifts and abilities and talents that I've been given to do what I know is right. But if I continue on here, um, this is someone who I think, you know, this is this is someone who I think is has been misled because she clearly doesn't know what you're talking about. You know, semantically, I, I look at this and it's like, okay, let's assume that Wendigoon does does love, he's all over Kyle Rittenhouse. He's, he's invited him to his house. He's wanted to go to parties or something with him. He's tried to hang out or they're, they're in the DMs. And they're just best buds and he's supportive of what happened. You know, he, 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 He's there, he's a ride or die Kyle Rittenhouse fanboy and he and he wants his dick or something, like whatever it is, you know. Let's let's assume that that is completely true, which as far as I'm aware is not. But let's assume that the, the premise is correct. Um what would be wrong with that? What what would be so wrong with with that? That's, that's, that's what I'm wondering, because so many people use these non-sequitur, ridiculous arguments trying to say something when, the, when they're really just saying, fuck all, like, you know, you, you, you saw it over here, like, oh, I, I got the Rittenhouse stands mad with this word. Like, what does this, what does it mean? What, what does it actually mean? Because is it, is it possible that there are people who defend Rittenhouse who, you know, just just believe that because of biases. Ab absolutely. There are, are there people who behave the way that they do. Are there, are there ridiculous people who, you know, 
are over the top about it, I suppose. You know, no moderation, no nuance with it. You know, other people who, for example, love Trump a little ridiculously, who who are un unaware of their biases, who are, who are over the top about and ridiculous and cult-like even with their mentality. Yes, there absolutely are. But if, you know, are we responding to the people who are over the top? Are we making them an example for everybody? Or are we... Um, uh, or are we actually judging people for their own sins, believe it or not? God forbid. You know? Because let's just say that he was like, yeah, no, I'm supportive of what Kyle Rittenhouse did. If I was in the same situation, I would have done it myself. Um, and I think he did the world a service by taking out those um the the people that he did end up taking out he took he he took out the trash that day um and and not only that he he defended his his life and and that was more so the more important thing he defended his life and in the process ended up taking out the trash if you know and good on him for doing so if, if that was his position what would be so wrong with that because that is seemingly the position of more and more and more people who are informed on this issue you know shoe on head is center left and she's been more so center than left she's been you know getting pushed in that direction because the insane people everything to to the right of them is everything it's like you are there on the cliff of left and everything from that and, and and there are insane people there there are like people who again misled people people like this who don't know anything about anything um who and i've, I've had conversations with these people i've known these types of people who you know will, will repost a meme that is like the, the world's reasonable middle is far left apparently it's like it's exactly the opposite it really is exactly the opposite when you see this demonization that happens when Dagoon, you know just there's just rumors of right-wing beliefs just rumors of right-wing beliefs and what happens he's immediately incel fully blown neo-nazi who loves kyle rittenhouse when there's nothing but hearsay about that at least as far as i've seen but it's it's like so so you you are he 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 himself says i'm not right wing but you know what i say if he said i am right wing and i'm proud to be so then what would be so wrong about that if if you cannot prove you know or if you're you're operating on some delusional definition of on what you know right wing means because right wing equals neo nazi or equals incel or equals terrorist or something if if you're operating off of a a delusional definition then that's not going to sound good and 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 that's that's what happens is that you know it's like i don't want to say that i'm right wing i hesitate to say that i'm right wing now because I know that people don't have the same definition for this phrase as what other people do. So some people 
you know, in, in some crowds, if, if I were to say I'm right wing, people would cheer me on for that. Among other people, they would assume that I'm, you know, bad word, bad word, evil person, whatever. Incel neo-Nazi, whatever buzzword that you want to put there, but... Like, the, there's there's the misinformed, to get back on topic, there's a the misinformed, and then there's the, I, I think this is somebody who, who can engage with principles just enough to know how to mislead people, just enough to say, I, I may have a bigotry, or, or I may have a, um, you know, a, a bias against these people but I don't care I don't care because I believe in the insanity here and and it's just like it you know do I have more in common with the you know the trans and the you know whatever you know do I have more in common with somebody who's not going to be you know not going to make fun of me for portraying myself as a dragon online because they're, they're a furry and they like anthropomorphic characters. Like, oh, he's an anthropomorphic character, so I'm okay with that. It's like, do I have more in common be with someone because of that? Or, or do I have more in common with someone who who's a quote-unquote based furry hunter um, who says homophobic slurs on Twitter um, but also believes in freedom of speech? I'm beginning to, you know, it's like I have to now play like, you know, you know, Ajax. I have to go and and scrub down, you know, the, the people who also believe in free speech because the people who also believe in free speech have things that... um You know, they, they don't don't agree with with me in whatever way. So I I have to make sure that the people who have a couple of fundamental principles in common with me, who have who have a similar mental framework as me, I have to make sure that they get more informed on topics. Like I I can't be out here, um, calling this out because those people have been driven to the fringes because of the mob and i've also been driven you know i'm i'm stuck in the middle here and in, and it's people aren't slandering him for being religious or married yes they are yes they fucking are stop lying if you looked for half a fucking second you would know this is somebody who Perhaps didn't see, but I don't know how much credence I'm willing to lend you in comparison to this person who obviously doesn't know at all what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, this is somebody who the people are on slandering. Scroll for two seconds. Have you have you looked? Have you looked for two seconds? You can't go one video without saying he's he's a Christian. I, I was up to him when he had like four K subs. 
and unsubbed when I heard him talk about his religion in a random vid Lamau. I unsubbed when I heard him talk about the fact that he was Christian. He's the bigot, though, because Christians are bigots. But I, I heard him mention once. I, I, had, I heard him say once in a relevant video, and, and, and I was watching his video on the Mandela catalog, and it's, it's like, is it not relevant? Is he not allowed to talk about him being a Christian in a video that has, you know, stuff that's based off of Abrahamic religion? It's like, oh, you know, when it comes to my, it's his fucking video on his channel, his platform, and he's like, you know, I, I was raised a Christian and espouse a certain amount of Christian beliefs, and this kind of hits home to me because it's all about, like, like it's this terrifying idea that the entirety of Abrahamic religion, Christian Christianity, uh, Judaism, and Islam as we know it was founded upon falsehoods and was taken over by who we thought was evil. You know, everything is a lie. Everything that I've known is a lie. That is what in this fictional universe has happened. And that's terrifying to me personally. He's not allowed to say that on his own channel without facing the ridicule of sensitive, bigoted people, bigoted people who don't like Christians. And, you know, as I said, I'm not saying it's a, it's a, crime if you're if you're gonna unsub to somebody um because they mentioned in a relevant video that they were raised christian then frankly you're a pussy and i don't care but i'm not gonna say you don't have the right i'm not i'm not gonna say that you should be forced to remain subscribed to somebody but i i what i am saying is that morally speaking you should um get some thicker skin Getting, getting called slurs on Twitter concerns me, but I realize that people have the right to say that, and I'm not about, I'm going to defend, I would, I would defend to my death somebody's ability to call me horrible names, because I'm principled, <laughs> but somebody, and, and this is what happens when you only believe in subjectivity, when you have no devotion to the truth, to objectivity. And and it, it shouldn't even be something that we should be talking about, right? It's ridiculous. It's like truth exists. It's observable. Science. You can prove things. It's not just my opinion. But, you know, when someone has, has, it's not just, just is the important word there. When someone has a differing opinion, can you please just present your um, argument in response? Can you just sit down and have a rational, calm conversation about that? That's how you change minds. But the more that this happens where we have zealots fighting and, and, and vying for power in, in, a, in a cultural sense, in a political sense, who want in a cultural and a political sense to encroach on people's rights to just say what they want to say, when you have people going this far in this direction, you know, we, where do we start? 
Where did we start with this? It was with people who were like, I don't really like Christianity that much, but I do like power. So I want to take people who are Christian and wipe them off the face of the map. That's my end goal. I think the world would be a better place if Christians didn't exist. And don't pretend like people don't think that. Clearly people think that. I don't know if these people think that. I'm, I'm not in their hearts and minds. But there's only so much credence I'm going to lend to somebody when they continually... Like, I, I would want to sit down and talk with someone like this. But when I know that you're bigoted, it's going to be really tough for me to actually change your mind. And, you know, maybe I have the patience to do that. But they don't have the patience to do that. You know, if there's no convincing you, then the only thing that can be done is to make an example of you. So that other people who can understand the concept of making an argument rather than an assertion of falsehood as, as true. <laughs> you know, this person is making, making arguments. Um, the, the premise is false. The premise is false, and, 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 and therefore the entire argument, you know, there's, there's a difference between a sound argument and a valid argument. Is this a sound argument? Well, you know, people aren't slandering him for being religious or married. That's a premise. It, let's assume that premise is true. People are slandering him for supporting the white supremacist Kyle Rittenhouse and having some part in those ideals. Those are two additional premises. Let's assume that those are true. No one gives a fuck if this man loves Jesus. Like, don't come after him for that. Um, that's that's another premise, and then I guess suppose that's like an exoneration. Um, every single premise in this argument is false. Every single premise in this argument is false. So, do you have a sound argument? I don't know. If, if all of these were true, I don't even know what the argument is. <laughs> if you want to go after him for anything, you should get on his ass for his name. No. No. His, his name is only offensive to people who have a religious idea that if you say the the term the name Wendigoon which is the original name for a skinwalker that it's going to actually manifest itself into your life those are those are religious crazy people if you're an atheist and you think that it's ridiculous to believe in a man in the sky then you cannot criticize anybody for saying the word Wendigoon or um it's saying saying the name Wendigo, sorry, it's it's a, it's a portmanteau of Wendigo and Wendigoon, um, w without being a complete hypocrite. It's like, oh, you believe in the man in the sky? You get offended when I insult your, your man in the sky? It's like, you get offended when I invoke the name of a fictional creature? Of a, of a, of a creature created by folklore that doesn't exist? You think it's going to come out and spook you? It's going to come out and, and eat you and skinwalk you. Like who, it's, it's like you have no principles.
you don't understand argumentation, you don't understand how to rationalize your own position, you just decided from the outset that I don't like Christians, but I feel bad for or I do like um, Native Americans and the people who believe in Native American folklore and, and religious thinking. So I'm going to defend one and I'm going to um, oppose the other. But, you know, it's like, if you want to go after him for, for anything, you should do it for his name and calling it a cryptid. I think by fucking definition, a Wendigo is a cryptid. Pretty sure that that, that actually matches. An animal whose existence or survival is disputed or unsubstantiated, such as the Yeti. That's just an example. Let's see what Google has to say about that. Um, Oxford Dish Dictionary says an animal... Who, yeah, it's, uh, it's the same thing. Any animal of interest to a cryptozoologist, which I, I hate definitions like that. Those are ridiculous. Um, Merriam-Webster says an animal gives some examples that have has been claimed to exist, but never proven to exist. It matches the fucking definition. Words mean things. I'm I'm sick of this pearl clutching. There's tons of actual things you can bring up that are issues. Yes, yes, there are tons of things that you can bring up that are actual issues. If your argument is, um, I don't think the people who are demonizing him for being religious have a have a leg to stand on and they should shut up about it, then I'd agree with that. But you started this out with people aren't slandering him for being being religious or married. No one gives a fuck if this man loves Jesus. False. How many how many examples do we need? No one. You said no one. You used the definitive statement of no one. Nobody on planet Earth thinks this. The devout Christian is a bigot? No, shocked, shocked, I tell you. This person thinks that all Christians are bigots. Or at least devout Christians are bigots. He's, I, as far as I can, I can tell, he's not a devout Christian. I don't need to look up the definition of that word. He's not thumping his Bible constantly. He literally, in multiple videos, has said, this is going to get a little bit sacrilegious. If that bothers you, then then sorry. And he said so in a sarcastic manner. I don't think he was actually apologizing. So clearly, he's not a devout Christian because he's aware that, you know, he, he can separate the existence of a fictional universe that, you know, claims that all of Abrahamic religion is... is you know, reversed and that the devil is actually the leader of, of a church. And it's like, you know, atheists in the comment section is like, hey, as an atheist, so as an atheist, um, that also terrified me because I'm afraid of all the people who believe in that. Um, what if it, what if it was not only not true in that sense, but it was actually, you know, the other way around, like, that's pretty terrifying. Atheists and Christians alike were talking in that video, in the comments, just normal, sane, rational people were talking about it. And it's like these people have differences of opinion. And there weren't people eating each other up in the comment sections. I feel like YouTube comment sections have actually restored a lot of my hope in humanity because of the 
lack of pearl clutching that I've seen in the in the last couple of controversies that I've reviewed. Like I don't have to open up the the um the rabbit hole of of Matt Pat um you know the the video titled Matt Pat being transphobic compilation. People were people thought that video was hilarious. And they thought it was even more hilarious because the person who posted it posted it in earnest, thinking that people were going to agree. It's like, oh, well, turns out um, I don't care. I don't actually care about, you know, people who, you know, turns out people have a, have a certain amount of forgiveness for people making lighthearted jokes. I just, mm, I'm just, I'm, I'm sick of it. Dog Mom Real. That's a good that's a good name. This is so Skibbity Toilet Funk Remix Sigma Male Mewing to Phantom Tax. That is TikTok language word salad. Thank you. I needed a little bit of that. <laughs> um But it's like multiple people presuming he's Christian, therefore well of course he's a bigot. Cause he's a big. When I found out he was a Christian, and he also also posted about guns on Twitter. I put one and one together, and the result was a red flag. That doesn't sound like bigotry at all. That doesn't sound. It's like I I have a nuanced position. I have a I have a principled nuanced position against Christians. This guy posted about guns, and he mentioned that he was Christian in a, in a video. You're welcome. All right. I, thank you. I just. I need a little bit of skibbity toilet in my life as at the current moment in time. Um, but it's, I immediately felt off about him when he stated he was a devout Christian. What do you mean? Being Christian is sus. I don't know if that's the, the correct tone to put on that. I could forgive somebody. They could be meaning the exact opposite of what I'm interpreting that to be. I don't know. wonder why Christianity would be a red flag in America. It's not like half of Americans are trying to enforce pseudo-biblical laws to force religious hegemony on the people. What's funny is that this is more true of, like, agnostic slash atheist, just authoritarians on the left than it is of, you know, right-wing Christians. And and yes, when it happens, like, I I, I saw it, there were, there were people who were saying ridiculous things about the GTA 6 launch they're like this is this is propaganda there's 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 pornography it's softcore pornography it's degeneracy it's I don't I don't care <laughs> like like those people who think that that should be banned or in the very least culturally shamed it's just like yeah I I think they're being ridiculous too I think they're not being smart about that like I'm I'm with you on that one but how much power do those people actually have to not only influence, you know, the opinions of people, but also to influence, you know, um, the actual um, ability of people. To, like, no matter how hard people rail against GTA 6, they're not going to make a dent in the sales. GTA 5 has been a consistently, it's, it's been out for like, eight years or whatever and it's been been a consistent retrend people have been able to go back to that game time and time again uh, i think i saw minecraft trending recently it's just like yeah that too 
like no matter how hard you rail against it from whatever from whatever direction it's too popular people enjoy it too much if if the if the religious right and if the quote unquote non religious left rail against it people don't care that, that it's not going to actually stop anything but how many people actually are trying to cause issues to Christians being able to speak their minds on it's it's like half of Americans are trying to enforce pseudo biblical laws to force a religious hegemony on the people okay like point out to me like like find me the the example about that and we're probably going to open up a can of worms you're going to say something like abortion and it's going to be like okay now we're going to that goes the next eight hours but um <clears throat> you know people aren't going to point to aren't going to be able to point to something that's actually substantial um you know i i i will pay you money if you can find an actual and i don't i don't have money <laughs> i don't have money i will pay you money if you can find an example of this that actually works you know, for, for, it's like, like, give, give me a single example and convince me that that is what you, what, what you're saying it is in this sentence that I won't repeat for the sake of brevity. Um, but it's, it's like, you know, I, I brushed it off because I had a little bit of hope he wasn't like the rest of them. How do you, how, how do you know what the rest of them are like how do you know what every single christian is like the the ego from that statement is is palpable because it's like multiple times throughout this stream as i've been making you know this example i repeatedly point to is i don't think that this person is evil i think that this person is misled and there's been multiple people that's like i everything comes with the you know the grain of salt of i think if if they realize that they are wrong then i welcome them with open arms and i forgive them because they realize that they were wrong and they're coming through to the the error of their ways but most people call themselves christians to hide the fact that terrible people that sounds like bigotry to me that 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 sounds kind of like it, it meets the the criteria the um the definition for bigotry Genuinely good people don't need to be afraid of an invisible omniscient space daddy who will send you to hell for drinking soda. It's it's all the same stuff. But I I think I would forgive this person, even though I disagree. This this sounds like someone because they're actually offering arguments. Believe it or not, God forbid. Um, I actually would be far more willing to sit down with this person than the person who's just like I saw Christian and guns and clutched my pearls and unfollowed and screamed about it later like come on you you are actually insane and and, and i and i go out on, on I, all i had to say about this is that schizo uh what, what was the phrase um schizo behavior has been so, become so normalized in online society lots lots of buzzwords that are done on purpose you know because funny but uh when i saw him show off a gut in the video and then remembered he's a christian 
Why am I not surprised? You know. Wow, a devout Christian who seems normal. I'm glad his Sunday school kids have seemingly pretty chill teacher. No devout Sunday school. To see this this word devout, I think is a is just another buzzword. It me it's beginning to mean nothing. What do you mean by devout? You know, is is the devout Christian? You know, all devout grown man Christians are like that. What do you, what do you even mean by devout, Mister Free Palestine Communist? <laughs> like, what do you even mean by that? What what do you think the word devout means? Just so I can understand what you're trying to describe to me, because I don't think you know what it means. I think it's lost its meaning because everybody's overused it so much. It's like, eh, we didn't even stop for a second to understand what we're even saying at this point. We're just parroting things. And I've been guilty of parroting things. I'll be the first one to tell you. I've thought of for a long time going back and reviewing some of my previous videos where I was parroting things and I didn't really know what I was saying. Um, either I'm going to go back and I'm going to double down or like, you know, maybe I'll do a stream on that one day, but... Um, and, and of course I'd be, you know, cringing at it and whatnot, but, um, it's like, I'm, I'll be the first one to tell you, yeah, I've, I've parroted before, but like, goodness sake, came to in the end, maybe I still parrot to a certain degree, sorry, I'm autistic, but, um, if, if I thought that I was wrong, or if I thought that I was over the top about something, then I'm willing to take that example and be like, yeah, I'm willing to learn from th from that i just i don't know i don't think that people understand i don't i don't think that people are willing to forgive others to the do to the degree that i am i don't know about other people i i can only speak for myself i am willing to to forgive these people probably more than they are willing to forgive me and if not please prove me wrong please prove me wrong and you know if you want to sit down with me and have a discussion like and be reasonable good faith discussion where we can actually make progress and change minds like come on like it's just silly it's so utterly silly and i'm so sick of it and and it's and it's like then people just go out and lie and, and you know there's a difference between a lie and you know, being misled. A, a lie is a communication sent with the intent to deceive. This is somebody who probably just intended to rant to validate their own position. Probably. But it's ignorant as hell. And I'm, and I'm sick of it. Because it's, it's, it's like this, I think this does more damage. These 3.6 thousand likes ultimately do more damage than these 12,000. Because... This, 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 someone could read that and be like, I don't even know who Wendigoon is, but from what, from this tweet, I hear incel, fully blown neo-Nazi, and I hear Kyle Rittenhouse, and maybe they didn't even read that far, and they like it because they're like, I don't like those things. There are ignorant people who can believe such an ignorant statement, um, but there are ignorant people who could be convinced by this statement because it's attempting to make fallacious arguments. There's, this, I think, is more damaging and concerning. Because I, I'm openly wrong. I am just going to be openly wrong without having scrolled for two fucking seconds to the people who 
have been pushed further right wing by the left and the Puritanism, by the lack of nuance, by the bigoted and ways of speaking and, and behavior and by all the insanity that happens. I don't think every single person that I see who takes this position is insane. But they're not, they don't give me much to go off of. Because they're not willing to introduce rational thought into it. The, the only like person who actually made an argument here is this. Everybody else is just asserting their own bias as fact. It's so... It is just, it's just concerning. And it's just like, nobody's saying this. Everybody here said this. How many examples do you need? Do you, do you need more? Do you need more than one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Uh, I guess that's, no, nine, 10, 11, 12. Do you need more than 12 examples of these people to say, okay, all right, no one was a little bit too far. For me to say no one, clearly people do give a fuck. A couple of people out there clearly do give a fuck. And and I think that th that if I were to be sitting down with this person, then I'd be able to convince. It's like, okay, um, examples. Got 12 of them here. <clears throat> Quick head count. Give or take. I didn't even dig for this. This is just a, a, this is a brief little compilation that, that Shu gave to us. We got 12 people, so you can't say fucking no one, because that would just be... It's like, I, I've got proof here that it's not just no one. And I feel like... How many more examples do you need to admit that there is actually a contingency of people who have not only a bias, but a bigoted sentiment against Christian people, and who hate him for being Christian? Or at least take it into account and be like, hmm... He said he was Christian. That's a red flag. I'm going to have to watch and make sure that he doesn't post a gun in, in, in the next video. Because if he owns a gun, then that's immediately... I have to get out of there because he's guaranteed to use it in a way that is evil. Because simply owning it is evil. Okay. Like... That's not mentally ill behavior at all, and that's not a, there's not a significant contingency of people who think that way. And that's the thing. I'd be willing to sit down with these people, and as long as these people were willing to have a rational discussion about it and to attempt to rationalize their position on it, I think I could change some minds, and maybe maybe I could be swayed in one way or another if we could rationalize those positions. But this doesn't help when it's like... People aren't saying that. Yes, they are. Look look for two seconds. Yes, they are. Don't carry their water for them. You liar. And, and, and I've, I've made similar positions to this. With, oh, someone never said that. It was a stupid thing for me to say. I said it about Ethan Klein. It was a stupid thing for me to say. For me to say, Ethan Klein never said that. And then I realized, actually, he I was ignorant to what he did say. And he did say that. I think I may have ended up deleting that tweet because I realized how damaging it was. I got a lot of likes on that tweet because people were like, yeah, you know, I, I like Ethan Klein too. I, I, I realized, oh wait, no, I, the premise is false. I, I told someone that they were lying and it turned out that 
you know, I, I wasn't intending to mislead. I wasn't lying myself, but I wasn't speaking the truth. And, and you know, these someone who's going to mute this when it's like, hmm, all I have to do is send these. You said no one. You said no one. Or you said, they never said that. Who's they? Are these they? Who said that? Who said exactly that? Come on. Like, you know, which, which, um... That's just, mm. And, and this is a complete non-sequitur. We got the Rittenhouse stands. It's just like, who, who's a stand? Am I a stand for thinking that... And, and this is this is one thing that I had ended up having bookmarked just because it's just so fascinating. This is in reply. It's not even addressing the the claims that no one aren't is saying that about him. Yes, people are saying that about him. I wish that someone had the chance to say maybe if I scrolled for long enough, I would eventually see somebody. Um, oh, wait, that that actually is funny. Because like, people aren't slandering him, him for being religious or married. People are slandering him for the white supremacy. Well, hold on. You should say people are criticizing because you just admitted to slander. That is true. I didn't consider that. <laughs> uh, no, Rittenhouse, I believe at least one of the people was not white. I don't believe in the concept of whiteness. I think it's ridiculous. Like the concept of whiteness is simply the color of your skin is is different. It's, it's reductionist. It's, it's like you could be Irish, you could be whatever. Yes, I don't even have to get into that. But even if it were true that the only people who did that to him were people of color, which is also a ridiculous term, if, if they were all non-white, I, I hate America's perception. Even if that were true, it still wouldn't mean a, a single thing because all three of those people tried to do bodily harm against him and he had the right to defend himself. And he did so. I got followed by Nerd City. That, that, that kind of made me happy. I don't know if he's going to see anything that I post, but it did kind of make me happy. Um, yeah, he's like my number two favorite YouTuber of all time. So it's like, hey, that's real nice. That means that like number one and number two on my list kind of ended up uh, noticing me senpai at some point. But Gage walked up to Kyle, a 17-year-old boy, was knocked to the ground, stunned, pulled out his handgun, admitted on the, you know, clear self-defense. And it's it's not even... This is a pro Twitter stream. I I think so. I think I think it is. <laughs> I I just I get too caught up in speaking. It's been an hour and forty minutes. I don't know when I'm gonna be done. Um, but it's like this. This isn't even talking about the argument, the the, the false statements made in this. That um, you know. People aren't saying what they literally <laughs> literally are saying. This is actually just talking about. Okay, so first it's like let's let's assume that people aren't saying that. Um, 
it's like what people are saying is that he's they don't like that he's supporting Kyle Rittenhouse and and whatever and it's like okay so why is it bad to support Kyle Rittenhouse he defended himself you know an hour and 40 minutes of just straight Twitter that's 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 the life I may as well stream it just to get it off my chest than to um lose my mind on my own <laughs> I'll put it out there you know um I, I just I I feel a need constantly to rationalize my position on something and you know as I say I, I hate it hate it half the time but like if I if if, if it's only doing it to satisfy me then then you know so be it it's like i just when i see something that is wrong i've i've got to call it out at at a ridiculously um nuanced and uh, um what's the word I, I, i'm trying not to say anal i'm trying to not to say i'm anal about twitter i'm trying to say that i <laughs> what do i in my bio it says i'm I'm a pedant. That's it. Pedantic. I get it. Get remarkably pedantic, and you know, if it convinces people, which which it has on on some accounts, then then I I I call that a victory. And if nobody sees it ever, and I you know take it to my grave, hey, well at least I was I was satisfied in rationalizing my own position. It's, at least I knew that I was right, <laughs> right? Um, but you know, admitted on the stand that he planned to execute Kyle. Disarmed him without killing him in, in that predicament. And he later testified that he intended to kill the person who neutralized him as a threat. Like, I just... How do people possibly, and, and, and you know, this is the one that, that, I, that I was interested in. Gage had, a, had an illegal firearm while Kyle's was legally obtained. He's, you know, Gage was a convicted felon. If, you are con if, if, if you're a convicted felon, you do not have the right to own a firearm. Um, it, it kind of turns into a privilege, it, it, not in the same sense, you know, privileges can be revoked, you know, but if, if, if you are genuinely a dangerous person being a convicted felon, um, on, especially on, uh, I think it varies state to state, um, but, but on violent crime charges, charges of, of a violent crime, you are no longer allowed to have a registered, registered firearm in your, in your name, at least not a handgun because you have proven yourself to be a dangerous person. You are no longer going to be trusted because you decided to violate the social contract that everybody enters into, whether they know it or not, um, that if you take attempt to take away someone's life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness, their ability to pursue, to pursue happiness, um, then you forfeit your right to live in, in some predicaments. Um, and, you know, if, if Gage had died, then, you know, it would have been justified. But he didn't. He was lucky enough to live another day. And then he went on the stand and said, yeah, I wanted to kill him. And everybody, the, the, apparently there were people that literally facepalmed. So says the, the hearsay on Twitter. There were people in, in the courtroom who literally facepalmed. I haven't seen the video. 
um, when he went up on, on the stand and was like, you know, I have my, my handgun and I intended to, to kill him. He puts his hands up, pretending like, don't point your gun at me, man. I'm not going to hurt you. And immediately after intends right there to execute him, executioner style, with, with his handgun that was illegally obtained. It was an unregistered, illegally obtained firearm. He was a convicted felon who was not allowed to have a firearm. Like, this person is morally bankrupt. You know, I, I've talked about for forgiveness for, the, for the, um, the biased people and for the, um, you know, just the people who go out and, you know, say wrong things, <laughs> frankly. It's like, hey... If you, if you can be convinced, I welcome you with open arms. I, I, I forgive you for being wrong. If you can admit that you were wrong, then I'm, I believe in forgiveness for that. But when it comes to someone like this, who is going to do the, oh, trust me, I'm not going to kill you, bro. Never mind. Psych. Gotcha. And, and attempt to kill somebody after luring them into a, you know, a false pretense. Like, like, you know, sort of as, um, I'm thinking of the Fuse animation, which, which is, you know, it, it, it's, it's fictional in, in Apex Legends, there's a Apex Legends, uh, the Fuse, one of the Fuse finishers is that he, he takes you by the hand and he helps you up and then he winks at you and gives it a little smile and it's like, ding, and then he headbutts you to death. Like, that's a cartoonish thing and it's like, like, you're approaching somebody who's in fear of their life from multiple people. Like, before this, he was attacked with a skateboard. And and I don't, I don't care how much you think that a skateboard isn't a, you know, a, a lethal weapon. If he's trying to hit you in the head with it, it absolutely is. And even if, even if it was, wasn't guaranteed to be lethal you do not have the right to to attempt to fracture anybody's skull w without their consent like if if you're on jackass and you've signed a release to say you can you know i'm i'm stevo and i want to see if i can get my skull fractured by a skateboard then it's like okay you've taken that risk upon yourself he didn't consent to the pain of having a, 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 it's like this. This is this is an important moral determination to make. It's like I don't I don't consent to the pain of having a skateboard hit hit my head. I don't consent to the pain of having my skull fractured by a a, a wooden object that that has been forced against me with with a, a you know significant amount of force. I don't consent to the hospital bills. That I would have to pay, and the recovery time, and the suffering, and the potential brain damage, the, the potential for brain damage is of like, wh why is it all of a sudden that he doesn't have the right to defend himself and his bodily autonomy? Doesn't have the right because he's 17 years old and he traveled 20 minutes. Doesn't have the right anymore to to defend himself against violent people. But these violent people had the right to give him bodily harm you know it's he doesn't have the right to defend himself 
but these people have the right to execute him. Who's the murderer here? Who is the, who is the attempted murderer here? Both of these people lived. One of them pointed a gun at the other. The other pointed the gun back and could have shot him dead. Didn't. Ended up disarming him in that, in, in that predicament. I, I don't remember. It was Gage the pedophile? Was I, I don't know. Either way, convicted felons with illegal firearms who do crap like this. I, I kind of wish he died. I kind of wish he died because I, I, I really... Do you really think that someone like this, who was a convicted felon who decided to go out and to get a gun, who was like, I've already been convicted of violent crimes, so whatever, just may as well continue with that. Has, has that firearm that he's not allowed to have because he is a dangerous person and he knows he's a dangerous person. He goes out and gets it anyway and attempts to execute somebody after luring them into the false pretense that I'm not going to hurt you, man. You, like, again, to, to, to reiterate what I said at the beginning of the stream, at what point is it acceptable for me to say, I don't care anymore, burn in hell. <laughs> like, because if, if we can't agree that someone who is a danger to everyone around him, and Kyle Rittenhouse is clearly not, if you know anything about this case, you know he is clearly not. You can see his bright purplish-blue gloves that his, uh, well, you can't see from this angle because his hand's on the other side, but, eh, no, no, you can actually see. There are enough pixels to see. Look at that trigger discipline. <laughs> Look at the trigger discipline. His finger's right there. The trigger's right there. His finger's not on the trigger. You, I was going to say, yeah, you can't see it from this angle. You can. You can literally see. There's enough pixels to see. That is that is just, just so, really something. This person is seconds away from attempting to execute him, to murder him in cold blood, and he doesn't even have his finger on the trigger. Who's the danger to society here? The convicted felon who's moments away from attempting to murder someone in cold blood? Or the person with di trigger discipline defending his own life against aggression? And, and people people don't believe in the non-aggression principle. People people look at li libertarians like me and scoff and think, oh, the non-aggression principle. I don't, I'm not anti-violence, I'm anti-aggression. Because violence can be used as a tool to defend your own, as seen in this situation. Against aggressive people who use violence as a tool to remove whoever they want to remove because this is a selfish evil violent prick who showed no restraint in his his attempted use of violence here the use of a gun on another person is is inherently violence i, I don't disagree with that but i don't think it's inherently wrong to use violence because as we see, violence can protect the life of an innocent person, can protect the life, liberty, and the ability to pursue happiness of an innocent person, or it can be used to destroy. 
It can be used for protection. It can be used to destroy. And if you destroy those who only want to destroy, then you've done nothing wrong. In both a moral and a legal sense, there's a reason why Kyle Rittenhouse is not in jail. It's because he's not a murderer. He's not. He was not found guilty of murder because he's not a mur murderer. The justice system gets things wrong all the time. Eh, not all the time. I would like to see... Cause, and that's the thing is that it's a moral issue. It's like on every single count of someone, you know, being found guilty or not guilty, who, which ones were the miscarriages of justice? That's, you can't put a number on that because it's debatable. That's why we mess up sometimes. In this case, I can say in confidence that Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong. And I am not going to I, the same with this it's like you're you're making arguments based off of false premises saying oh it's a straw man is it a straw man oh the slippery slope isn't real is it because we we're we're currently heading down it it's behind us at this point we're at the bottom of the hill that's covered in um in soap we're at the bottom of the slippery slope you dope and it's like, oh, come on, nobody thinks that. People do think that. And, and I'm tr not, trying not to repeat myself, but um, it's like, but he's having a part in some of these ideals. Do you have an issue with ideals? And you were willing to slander people over those perceived ideals. He said he denies being right wing. Because he knows that the the witch hunt would come to him. He, you know, you know what's funny is that if he owns guns, um, and I and I'm not going to try to make the left's arguments for them. If he owns guns, he probably is right wing, because he probably believes in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. He probably believes in truth and objectivity, and apparently that makes you right wing now. Apparently that makes you right wing now. So he denies being right wing because he knows that people don't know what that people have an idea about that term. But you know, this is what happens when the mob comes for you. This is the mob. And and the people who make arguments are defending the mob. They're not part of it. They're not there physically. They didn't try to kill him. But there are people who because they know nothing about anything, do not comprehend that this was an evil man. That that that, and there were two previous ones who I believe I believe he was the third one, right? We already shot dead. Um, evil man who tried to execute him, murder him in cold blood. And it was like, hey, you're trying to kill me. I not if I have anything to say about it. And if, if you genuinely have a problem with someone defending themselves against being murdered, where it's like, hey, if it's you or me, and you are make putting me in the position, I don't want to make the position. Nobody wants to kill anybody. But sometimes you force the hand of people. It's like, okay, I'm going to limit all of your options. Literally, like, you know, it's, it's used as a, as a uh, metaphor, you know, gun to your head 
would you kill somebody? Kyle Rittenhouse decided that literally, gun to his head, yes, he was willing to use lethal force against somebody. And that is not wrong. That is not wrong. He was there defending people, including himself, who deserved to be defended. And why did they deserve to be defended? Because there was aggression, rampant amount of aggression and evil that was being committed. Millions of dollars of property damage doesn't matter, apparently, to people. Property damage? Oh, you can't kill people over property damage. What about... What about literally someone with a gun to my head attempting to kill me? Do I have... Do I have the ability? Will you grant me that to... To match the same level? How, how can I get out of this alive? You just want me to take the bullet? If he is not innocent, then nobody has the right to life, liberty, and the ability to pursue happiness anymore. It's gone forever. Because the principle here is that the, the only thing between your life, liberty, and pursued ability to pursue happiness is the ability for other people to try and take that away from you. And if there's no deterrent against that ability for other people to attempt to take that away from you, if you cannot defend yourself when literally gun to your head, someone is saying, I'm going to take everything away from you. I'm going to destroy you and you will be gone. And you can't do anything about that? Then the entire fundamental foundation of America, the rights that we have understood them to be, cannot exist. If, if that is the principle that we're going off of, that this person in this exact situation cannot defend himself, then nobody has any rights anymore. At least none that, th that, that can be defended, apparently. Luckily, we don't live in that world. Isn't, isn't that an inspirational message? Luckily, we don't live in the world where anybody can kill you mercy, mercilessly because they're convicted felons, because they're just evil people, and that's just what they went out to do that day. Who went out, who went out to do it? Um, who, wanted, who went out trying to kill someone that day? The convicted felon? who did not legally have the right, who, who had that right stripped away from him because he was dangerous, because he had already violated that protocol. The person who got that firearm and, uh, you know, possibly, according to at least Twitter hearsay, crossed two state lines you know, don't take it from me, do your own research, but, you know, how how is Rittenhouse not allowed to travel 20 minutes from his home when he traveled further from his home as a convicted felon? This person has legally the ability to own this gun, but apparently that makes you evil in, in the first place. Okay. This person does not legally have the ability to own a gun. This person... Um, 
was going to be killed by this person who wanted to kill people. He's a convicted, violent felon who got a gun. What else is he going to use it for? Whereas people who've never used violence against other people, including even, you know, you think the 17 year old has already been in this predicament before? No, he, he had never been in this predicament before. He just knew how to carry a gun, how to, how to administer some, you know, relief. But it's just who wanted to kill somebody? The convicted violent felon or the 17 year old kid who wanted to kill somebody? The kid who was 20 minutes away or the convicted felon with an illegal unregistered weapon who potentially crossed multiple lines. And I don't even care about it. It's like now, now borders matter. As we've seen multiple times, now borders matter. Now it matters when someone actually used a weapon, when someone actually used violence to defend themselves. Now it matters. Suddenly borders matter. When someone traveled 20 minutes away from the house. But someone who potentially traveled more with an illegal firearm, who was not using restraint, who attempted to trick a child into letting his guard down so he could fucking murder him. Who, want, who wanted to murder some who at this point? The only people who look at this situation and say that Kyle was the, was the murderer slash attempted murderer in this situation are delusional. And whether that delusion was brought upon them by others who didn't know who who did know better and decided to lie anyway because they all they desire is power and influence if it was because they were evil people or if it was because you know the delusional people are it's either you know you know being delusional i don't think is is wrong because the delusion can be brought upon them by somebody else but if the person who brought upon that delusion to them is somebody who knew better themselves and just wanted to tell lies for their own selfish gain, you know, anybody, whether it be either group of people, anybody who looks at this is either lying to themselves and others, which, which is evil, and I think is worse, or they're misled and, and delusional. And and they, they, you know, can't tell the difference between, you know, literal syllables and words and um, actual physical violence such as this. They can't tell the difference between self-defense and attempted murder. They gen that 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 is they literally cannot tell the difference. That's what we're dealing with here. Um, 
it's and and it's sad that like we we've got so many people drudging this up again it's been years since this incident occurred and yet nobody has gotten it yet and it's like i don't know is this your age 20 plus i don't know i'm 20 plus as well so clearly you don't have any excuse like 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 your excuses you know i i don't know if you if you know better and you're lying and evil or if you've if you if you're delusional and you've been lied to and you've bought into a lie but either way you're wrong and you should be ashamed i i was mentally ill at at, at some points i mean mentally ill to a different degree I, I don't know if i no i was delusional i was delusional about some things at some points in my life um and and i was ashamed once i realized once i got out of that I was ashamed. I, I was. I, how how could I be so foolish and short sighted and insane? Maybe not to that degree, because <laughs> I just thought that I had some. Men, you know, I was self diagnosing for mental health diagnoses that were incredibly rare that I had nowhere near the actual. It's like no, you're not. That you're um just a little silly just uh just on the spectrum you know but <laughs> that that hardly left my sphere of influence what this is is slandering people wendigoon being roped into this being someone who never said as far as i'm aware anything about kyle rittenhouse or anything espousing a right-wing belief other than the hearsay that perhaps he had a previous YouTube channel that, you know, let's say he was convinced otherwise. Let's say he did. Let's say he had old videos where he said things. He's like, you know what? I was wrong about that. I think differently now. I understand to a better degree now. But like, are we still going to hang him on that? Even if that was the case? Like you just, it's wrong on every single count. You want to charge him for being Christian? You're a bigot. I don't. I don't care. It, it, there's nothing wrong with being a Christian. There's certain things downstream of being a Christian. Yes, that absolutely. People, the Christians treat people bad all the time because they are Christian. I'll call them out when I see it as well. But there's nothing inherently wrong with being a Christian. Inherently morally, nothing wrong. So you're gonna hang him on that? Okay. What else you got? What else are we gonna try him in the in the court of public opinion on? um he's he's right wing what's the source give me the source what is it just hearsay okay well innocent until proven guilty and if even if he was proven guilty of being right wing i don't think you have anything morally speaking that you can hang him for the only reason that it's now a, a, a um pejorative to call someone right wing is because of the insane people who peddle this um 
you've made the claim that nobody says that, they do say that. There's plenty of people who say and think that way. And just because you want to speak no evil, you know, hear no evil, see no evil, if you're going to willingly ignore it and block replies because you're sensitive and you don't know, and I'm sensitive, I am a sensitive person, but I have the mental fortitude to understand that people should be able to say what they want to say in disagreement to me, even if it's rude. I've had people say rude things to me before. It's hurt my feelings. I I survived. <laughs> Who I don't I don't know. Is his name Isaiah? Bring up the fact that Isaiah has liked tweets in support of Rittenhouse is not even slander. I mean, you said that you said yourself that it was slander. I'm not going to hang you on your words. I think the spirit of what you were saying was that they were criticizing him for it. What I'm saying is that even if it was just criticism, that that criticism is wrong. He's liked tweets in support of Rittenhouse. That's not slander. We can see that he liked tweets. Why are you witch hunting him? Why are you witch hunting him for it? When being in support of Rittenhouse is the sane thing to do. Only insane people do, do not think that he... Um, was within his rights to do what he did. Only insane people, delusional people, or evil people, take your pick, whichever you, whichever label that you want to actually raise your hand and say, yeah, guilty of that one. Realize it's not an easy choice to make, but only insane, delusional people think that he did anything wrong. Supporting someone like Rittenhouse is shitty and weird of you. Is it? Is it, though? It, if I chop you up in a meat grinder, and you could prevent it by taking me out of the equation, that's the, 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 um, the tongue-in-cheek is going to be lost on so many people when I say stuff like that. If you could defend yourself by me doing something to you, to take me out of the equation and to save yourself, you wouldn't do the same? You'd let me kill you? You'd, you would let me chop you open a meat grinder? Really? And anybody who disagrees and says otherwise is, is shitty and weird? You're, you're morally bankrupt. I think, I think you, if you genuinely think that, either you know that it's wrong and you don't care because you're evil, you're delusional, I repeat myself, and, you, and you've been misled. Um, or you, you're delusional because you don't know what reality is. <laughs> it's like, don't come after the man for the religious beliefs, please. I agree with this. You say, don't come after him. But... This is in in retrospect of you saying that people don't. So it, it's like you you just want to validate your own position. Like, oh, people don't say that. Oh, they do say that? Well, don't say that. Okay, sure. You wash your hands of it now. But the apologia, the, the bias is very clear here. 
You should support Rittenhouse, though, unless you think mobs should be allowed to beat random people in the street, murder random people in the street. This was attempted murder. Make no mistake, he is holding a gun to his head. Murder. It's not murder to respond to someone who is trying to kill you with the same level of lethal force. And only the insane people disagree. Oh, this is ugh, goodness sake. I don't I don't know what the, I just see Pfizer was on a murder spree. I don't I, I thought that this was about Kyle Rittenhouse. Maybe it's not. <laughs> yes, Rittenhouse was obligated to let the pedophile stalk him and beat him. Rosenbaum, convicted felon, sex offender, level three offender. You know what a level three offender is? It's not pretty. It's not a good person. Failure to maintain register status. Attempted assault and battery killed by victim. Neutralized by victim here. Assault and battery, domestic abuse, false imprisonment, illegal weapon, convicted felon. Assault and battery killed by victim. See, not only were these not good people, but they forfeited their rights to live in, in these cases. And even if you don't agree that forfeiting, that people can forfeit their right right to live, then I don't know what you're doing in America, because that's, that's what this country is all about. That is fundamental roots. Um, even if you don't agree that with that, then you, could you at least agree that these were horrible people? Like, I have yet to see a single person, I have yet to see a single person make the statement, make the case, um, that, what's the phrase that I was just barely thinking of, that I don't like executioners, I, I don't think that Kyle Rittenhouse has the right to be judge, jury, and executioner all in one fell swoop. I've never heard a single person say that. Not a single one who says, I, th I, I think that he executed people who, yes, they were guilty, but didn't deserve to be executed because they have due process rights. Even if that were something that people would, would be saying, they'd be wrong because due process doesn't matter when you try to murder somebody. If you are actively pointing a gun at somebody's head in aggression, if you are actively trying to assault them and you give them fear for their life, reasonable fear for their life, then you forfeit your, your right to live. That's it. That is it. End of story. It doesn't matter who these people are. It doesn't matter if these people were saints and angels the entire time and they just cracked and then they decided, I'm I just going to murder somebody. It doesn't matter. But people bring it up because it's like, well, who would you? who do you wish was still alive today? These people who were going to kill more people, who were probably going to continue offending felony burglary probation violation illegal weapon assault with an illegal weapon pointing a gun at somebody's head it legally defined in, in at least that state was is assault he's attempting to kill somebody like like there's no argument against any of these people having not forfeited their right to live in that situation and beyond that, they just weren't generally good people, and I think the world's better for them not being around. 
I think it's a shame that he's still around. Like, how much forgiveness am I am I going to have? How much forgiveness am I going to have for, for that amount of evil? It's, it's hard for me to play God and to judge to that degree. It's like, oh, I, I do think you should be. It's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> See, and, and this is the non-sequitur to go with. This PFP wants to lecture you on what's, what's weird. I do agree that, you know, it's a this is a niche thing and to, to define it as weird i don't think is far off the beaten path but this is not why he's wrong it's, it's unrelated to the actual essence of what he's saying it's like i i get this too often niche interest equal or just something that i don't understand I don't understand people who um, have a certain sexual fetish. Like, I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's like, why, why does that preclude you from being able to actually interface with their arguments? The arguments are wrong enough. You don't have to bring up the fact that he has, has a profile picture you think is weird. <laughs> like, the argument that it is weird to support the right to self-defense is a flawed enough argument on its own. I don't know why I have to respond to in that. I've never seen so much hate for a kid who got rid of some pedophile looters. And and that's that's what I love to see, really. And, you know, how much of this is people who were on the left realizing that the left is going insane? Um, and then how much of this is, you know, right-wing people who are always right-wing, cold-blooded? Uh, uh, cold Red-blooded, right, right wing, hot, hot blood, whatever you call, call it. You know, people who were who were already, you know, thinking that way in the first place. Doesn't really matter because, um, you know, at least we all agree now. Wait, Kyle Rittenhouse? Okay, okay. But we're going to re react to just a little bit of this. I, I feel like as though I've said my piece, gotten some some good things off my chest. I'm not going to respond to all 11 book, minutes um, of this. Be, be like money from, be... Do you feel comfortable making money from, from this, which ultimately is a, a tragic story? Your book, um, presumably you're, you're going to make money from this book. Do you feel comfortable making money? <laughs> this reminds me of the time that um, Ben Shapiro, at the age of like 29 or something, went on Piers Morgan's show and said... Um, um, you stand on the graves of the children of Columbine. Oh, I don't know if I'm paraphrasing, but like the irony, the irony. Because he, he wasn't involved in Columbine. Piers Morgan wasn't involved in Columbine, but he constantly uses it to try to get people, to, to try to push ludicrous, asinine, insane, frankly, evil authoritarian policy to infringe on the rights that people have to def to, to self-defense. Like, the irony is completely lost on him, isn't it? Like, I was nearly killed. I think I've got the right to make money off it. I wonder I wonder what he's from, gonna say. From this, which ultimately is a, a, a tragic story. 
your book because uh, it's funny you look at the survivors of the um of the um the the florida shooting the the douglas i forget what the name of the school is but like you you look at the survivors of that shooting and the people who go to to my state to love loud um with shaved heads talking about pansexuality and, and, and whatnot it's just like i don't care what you have to say your entire career has been built off of the fact that you are um and, and of course not everybody agrees that it's evil that's why we try to convince people you know at least i present arguments and don't just clutch pearls but if we're going to make these emotional arguments you know fuck it um whatever her name is gloria z or like i don't know what the insane one who like shaved a head like you were like a minor when someone who was insane shot up your school and killed 18 17 18 of your your classmates um and you have paraded around the entire country and now you're on a stage because you get it's like how can you sleep at night being on a stage talking to people and, and and to know that the entire reason that you are famous the entire reason that you have money is because you didn't take a bullet that day and not just not only did you not take a bullet but you decided that because the people who died around you were killed by an evil person that you want to take away the rights of people to defend against evil themselves. How can you sleep at night knowing that those people could still be alive and the entire reason that you make money is because they died? And and your, your takeaway from that is we should infringe upon the rights that people have in the Second Amendment. To defend themselves how can how can they sleep at night i feel like this is a much different situation because you know she didn't want to be put in that situation but if you gave her a gun would she have protected her, her fellow classmates could she have prevented casualties would she have had the will to pull the trigger to use violence against somebody who was using violence aggressively to take away the rights um, to life, liberty, and the ability to pursue happiness of, of the the people around her, would she have been able to do that? Well, apparently not, because she thinks that nobody should have the right to have one in the first place. Well, that's not realistic. You cannot disarm everybody and then expect evil people not to try and take advantage of that. The reason why schools are victims of, of mass shootings so often is because gun-free zones are, not, are, are unprotected zones. That's free open season to an evil person who decides, well, nobody else has a gun, so if everybody else has no ability to defend themselves, then I can just go in and do whatever I want. These people are vulnerable because no one's allowed to bring it in. Well, if I can slip through the cracks and bring it in, then I have an advantage over everybody. But if there weren't cracks to slip through, 
Um, in fact, if there wasn't even a, you know, a wall in the first place, this is literally a thing. People have been, um, there have been feds called to, I, I believe that that happened in this state. There were feds called, I think that happened at my high school. The feds came in and descended upon somebody's car somebody's truck because he had his dad's gun rack in the truck i i don't even remember if he just forgot that the there were guns there. i don't even remember if there were guns there there was a gun rack in the truck and the feds descended upon the high school this used to be normal for people to take dad's truck hunting come back bring it to school because people didn't feel the need to be evil and you know how likely are we going to, if, if every single evil person knows that if they try to kill somebody, they're going to get killed back and they, and they realize that the amount of damage that they can do and all they want to do is be evil and do damage is, you know, not even close to what, you know, the hell that is coming for them, that they will never make a dent in trying to do what they want to do to satisfy themselves or to make some sort of a point to be a domestic terrorist. Are we going to see domestic terrorists anymore? I don't think we are. Something just tells me that we're not going to see it. So shame on you for trying to kick the ladder out from, from other people. Um, if Kyle was saying anything but, of course I am going to talk about this. Not not because, oh, he was also a victim of a violent situation, but because he was correct. Because he knows that the solution is not less ability to own guns. It's not, you know, more authoritarianism, but liberty and freedom. If he was saying anything else, then he would be wrong. Um, presumably you And he... And if he decided to betray that principle, the left wouldn't welcome him. Of course they wouldn't. They would only give him as much credence as would be politically expedient for them to be able to do. You're going to make money from this book. Do you feel comfortable making money from, from oh, this? Can you Ultimately, link to the original a, a video? Tragic story. Shut up. I don't care. This is what like I am trying to talk here. I don't, I don't care how succinct you are about it. I, where's the original video? I don't want to see it on Rumble. I hate it when this happens. Apparently the original clip was only like 20 seconds long. Conservative party. Goodness sake. Human level. You know, you're very young. Whoops. Are you 20 years old now? Yes, sir. And, and you've killed two human beings. And wounded a third. I just wonder how that feels. How do you think it feels? How do you think it feels, Piers? How do you think it feels to have three people attempt to murder you and then pricks like you and the entire mainstream media tell you that you should have just taken the bullet, tell you that you should have just let them kill you? How do you think it feels? How do you think it feels to have to stand up on a stand and recount that traumatic situation and then have everybody tell you that it was crocodile tears when you were like a 17 year old with three people who tried to kill you in one night? 
they were seconds from being successful in those in those attempts of murder these violent felons evil people how do you think it feels piers I don't think that's an appropriate question to ask how it feels. It's not an easy thing to do. It's something I live with every single day. It's nightmares I have. It's something that I have to deal with. I have to deal with the PTSD and the trauma from having to do that. Right. I mean, Good answer. It seems to me your emotions are more about you and your trauma. Of course his emotions are more about him. He was violently accosted. Is it accosted the word that I'm looking for? Three people, three violent, evil people attempted to murder him that night. My sympathies are fucking limited. Like, like my sympathies are limited. For the uh, oh, but what about the violent, evil people who tried to kill you? What about them? I don't give a shit about them. I don't give. I do not care. I could not care less about the people who tried to kill me. What? Do, how do you think? Like his, his ability to remain calm in this situation having been through it and i'm just being empathetic and thinking this is what he's been through i just piers morgan how are you any better than anybody else on on the mainstream media it's, it's like you make it hard you make it hard because it's like you know i don't want to say that everyone on the left is insane but you make it hard you 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 really make it hard for me to extend any olive branch to you of forgiveness of you know like you have just told somebody who was who was attempted to be killed three times like oh but but why you you, you are telling him that he has no good right to feel um haunted by being forced to take someone else's life or die he was forced into that position. You think he really wanted to kill somebody? You really think he wanted to kill somebody? When he gave his bulletproof vest to somebody who was trying to get out safely? When he, when he, when he was administering medical aid, when he was going around with his finger off the trigger, very clearly able to be seen on video, finger off the trigger, you really think that he wanted to be in the predicament of, I'm going to have to take a life tonight. I think he went in there with every idea in mind that I do not want to kill anybody. But I will if I must. I think that's part of the reason why he's calm about it, is that he knew what he was walking into, not because he wanted to kill anybody. If he didn't want to kill anybody... He wouldn't have gone there. And I'm not making the left's argument for them. Because he didn't want anybody to... Like, he, he wasn't looking for excuses. He wasn't shooting up rioters and looters. He only killed people who attempted to kill him. He only pulled the trigger when he was in forced into the predicament of having to do so. And Piers will never know what that is like. He will never know what that is like. He will he will die having never truly understood. And 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 he has the gall to tell him that why are you worried about your own problems when you were forced into this predicament?
Come on. How, how can you possibly ever think that people will trust you when this is how you behave, mainstream media, Piers Morgan? Well, because your life is being threatened and, and that side of it, rather than the question I'm asking, which is simply on a human level, how do you feel about being so... Why do you ask the question, though? Why would you ask that question? Why would you do it? It's a bit of a weird question to ask in context, isn't it? Because you think that he should feel ashamed for killing people who tried to kill him. Like, it's this isn't Squid Game, where it's like, either I defeat you in the game or I die. It's either you or me and someone else is forcing us into this, this predicament. It's, it's either you and me and you are forcing me into this predicament. You're the guilty one. Goodbye. I don't have the time to 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 afford to you when you have forced me into this predicament why even ask this question oh we're just i just want to know how it feels to have known that you killed two people and could have killed a third is it not relevant he, like he, he he did answer the question he's like oh, yeah I, I live with that every day it was terrifying to have to defend myself and do you think, how do you think he feels now after having been asked that question and having, having been grilled by the mainstream media and everybody piling up against him? It's the result of white privilege that he was allowed to walk away alive and free after three people tried to kill him and murder him in cold blood. How do, you, how do you think he feels? How do you think that he is going to possibly apologize for it when you've drug him through the mud like this? How do you think that this, talking to him like this, talking down to him like this, is going to help? So young, and yet having on the record for the rest of your life now that you took the lives of two people, regardless of the circumstances. Yeah, on record that you defended yourself. He's not going to feel guilty that he defended himself. But he's going to feel haunted that he watched two people die because they wanted to kill him. I, and, it's unbelievable. And like I just said, it's something I deal with every day. I deal with the PTSD and the trauma and the nightmares. It's not easy to deal with it. Your book, um, presumably you're going to make money from this book. Do you feel comfortable making money he backed from, off. from this? Which ultimately no, no, is a, didn't a back tragic off, story. Yeah. This um, is the question. You know, I, again, I repeat, you were acquitted. There's no reason you can't do a book. But do you feel comfortable? Of course there's no reason he, he can't do a book. He was right. He was morally justified and he was proven to have not done anything wrong. Why should he feel guilty? If he, if he hasn't done anything wrong, why should he feel guilty? I swear, like, you know, this is a straw man. Um... But it's, again, it, it's not easy for me not to think this. These, I feel like these are the type of people who, they just oppose capital punishment across the board. And they think it's good that Casey, whatever her name is, killed her daughter so she could continue going to parties and live her life, you know, without having to actually take care of another human being that she brought into the world. Was, it, was that a name, Casey? Like, I feel like people are just like, no, it's fine. It's okay that she's free. 
because she did what she thought was right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cultural or a subjective moral relativist. But then because he killed people who were actually guilty of trying to kill him, what does he have to say for himself? How can he sleep at night? How can he sleep at night? How can he when this is how you've treated him? How could he... You really think that he wouldn't become like a right-wing talking point? You really think that he wouldn't become a famous person when you've when you've made him a famous person, it's like, hey, if you, if you don't want martyrs, stop putting them on the cross. Because the more that you slander people like this, the more Sandmans that we have, the more written houses that we have, the more people are going to be almost literally up in arms when the mainstream media tries to do this. People making a lot of money out of essentially what in the end was an incident that cost the lives of other humans. They cost themselves their own lives. And I will sit around and monetize any video that I have that clearly shows that someone forfeited their right to live. And whether that money goes to me or that money goes to, you know, Second Amendment, God forbid, um, like, I don't know, it's like, oh, people died, so I don't feel comfortable with making this money myself, so I'll just donate it to, you know, Second Amendment causes. Hey, I'm not profiting off it, right? <laughs> like, I'll monetize every video that, that that talks about that. Like, if if I personally could make that money, of course I would. And if I were the victim of attempted murder, and I had to pull the trigger on somebody, and there were a million media people who were dragging my name through through the mud, I'd feel the fucking right. I would I would feel completely justified in writing about my experiences and shipping that off to whoever is going to be willing to sell that book and read and buy and, you know, actually hear what I've got to say in that book deal. Like, of course. If he has nothing to be ashamed of, then why are you trying to shame him? Well, I'm not writing the book to make money. I'm writing the book to tell the story of what happened. I'm telling, trying to change the narrative that media keeps putting out there that I'm some type of white supremacist, racist. And, and literally on the show that he is on, like, it, it's funny. It, you know, he's very calm. And I, and I think it's part of the reason why people like him is that he's not, you know, bombastic. You know, it, it's... It's so much easier to be a sympathetic character when you don't even get defensive about it. Um, you know, he's clearly an example of a martyr, even if he, if, he, if he didn't die, he's an ideological martyr because they're trying to hang him on this. He could literally point to the screen right here. Criticizes cashing in on fatal shootings. He could literally point at this point Hey, look down at that. Look at that. It's calling me a, a, a white supremacist. I'm trying to correct the record, asshole. <laughs> like, they cost the lives of other humans. Other humans well, I'm not who, the book to make money. I'm frankly, the book to tell the story of what happened. I'm telling, didn't deserve to, to live anymore. That media keeps putting out there that I'm some type of white supremacist, racist person when that's just not true. I'm a 20 year old kid 
who was put in a situation to where I was forced to defend myself. Forced. And I'm writing to put that. He's in, correct. I wrote to put. The, I wrote a story and put that in a book so I can share that with everybody so they can understand what I went through, how my childhood was growing up, and the difficulties I deal with today. And you can check out the book at rittenhousebook.org if you want to read it and learn the truth for yourself. How do you feel? That you became a it's funny that he plugged it in the in the same sentence. He's just like, hey, just trying to to clear the record and and you know for what it's worth. You know, he can do anything now. He, he, you know, anybody, wherever he goes, people will know his name. He can do anything, go anywhere, do any job, but it's always going to hang over him because of the way that the media treats people who are within their own rights. Like, if I had one thing to say to Kyle Rittenhouse, it would be, I'm sorry. Like... You did nothing wrong, and yet the evil and the, the ludicrously insane can't stop raving against you and trying to ruin your life beyond what is legal. They're going to slander you. They're going to, you know. If he was black, I'd still be defending him. It's it's not it, if he was black he better he he would better as hell be con, um, acquitted and not convicted of murder. Sure as hell. Because it doesn't matter the race of the person who did it. It matters the people the the, the actions of the people in the actual situation. Oh, he's white. He got off because he's white. Okay. Every single other other man who shot someone in self-defense who was not white, how does how does that that work for them? How did they also benefit from the white supremacy? I'm sure I wouldn't have to do much research to find a black man, an Asian man, a non-white man who was in the exact same predicament as he was. Hero to many on the far right kind wouldn't of matter their poster boy of course they want to make him the poster boy you gave them a poster boy you wanted to drag the name of somebody through the mud who did nothing wrong of course you gave the right a poster boy of course they're going to take advantage of that and of course he is a young person it's going to find it hard to say no like hey all of the money that you can get by it's, it's like he, his life is taken care of for him now. Not because he didn't do anything wrong. Not because he killed people. But because he's been drugged so hard. Because they made it such a big deal. If nobody ever reported on it, and I can guarantee you, if he was black, nobody... Piers, this would not have happened. Piers Morgan wouldn't have given a shit about talking to him. He wouldn't have talked down to him, in fact. I can guarantee you that he wouldn't have said a single word and that and he wouldn't be the poster poster child he wouldn't be the poster boy for the right wing because he wouldn't have been made a martyr because they don't care about when people kill someone in self-defense they don't care about that they care that he was white they care that um 
that he he went to a riot armed and defended himself when he was attacked I, I you know I I don't think that he should have gone if he wasn't prepared to be attacked but he wasn't looking for excuses to kill people and that was proven in court he didn't want to kill people but he knew that if it needed to be done then he would and here's the thing if if this was a a, a situation of war if it, you know you know how open people are to vigilantism now because of like marvel and stuff like <laughs> it's just it's just humorous like he went in there with nothing but the ability to defend himself and the willingness to do what is right to defend those in need of defense and um the willingness to eradicate threats if they so arose and he did so like after thinking about this now fuck it he's a hero he's actually a hero he went in trying to do the right thing and he came out having done nothing wrong if the if the media hadn't tried to paint him as evil so incessantly if the delusional people didn't rail against him so hard um then i would never have ended up calling him a hero i wouldn't even know his name he wouldn't have a book deal and it probably wouldn't even affect his life all that much because it's like oh yeah i was i was acquitted to self self-defense and then most because most people are sane they'd be like oh yeah okay interesting maybe we do want to do a background check on that and look at it but most people really aren't going to it's, it's america for goodness sake and it, and it's like i don't i don't know whose fault is it you want to shame him out of being able to you know take advantage of the fact that you have done him extremely dirty you personally by asking these questions to him have done him dirty well pierce i'm not a hero i did what i had to do i to, think he to is. defend myself there are countless americans every day that defend themselves and it's not a i think he is a hero because he he went out to do something um to, to attempt to save lives like he he could potentially have saved a life by giving those people his bulletproof vest to get out of there safely he may have saved their life he administered medical aid to one of the men who he ended up killing in self-defense later like if that's not heroism i don't know what is he was like that's this is an injured person they need help i'm gonna help them and they tried to stab him in the back and he didn't let him because he's a mortal man. But I don't know. You know, if, if he hadn't defended himself, he would be considered a martyr. But what what is better? Being being a 
literal martyr and not being able to live the rest of your life in peace, or having known that you did the right thing the entire time. A heroic thing to do. It doesn't make you a villain, but it doesn't make you a hero. It's doing the right thing. I, I don't, in defending himself, I don't think that's what makes him a hero. In going there to help people and potentially the lives that he saved by being there, from the people, you know, he saved his own life. You know, saving your own life, I don't think is heroic, but he potentially saved the lives of others. I think that is heroic. Self-defense is not heroic. Defense of others is. To stay alive. If I didn't, if I didn't defend myself, I wouldn't be here talking today. Yep. You were 17 at the time. You were too young to legally acquire the gun that you used. Th that's not true. <laughs> true. That is not true. Wisconsin statute says a person <laughs> under between the ages of 16 and 17 can carry can carry a long rifle with a barrel longer than 16 inches. That's Wisconsin law, and the judge dismissed that charge. <laughs> you were. Let me ask you. Look, I'm I uh, in the country right now. I've talked about this many times. Both. It's just. It's like it, yep. Yeah, Wisconsin statute. It was it was dismissed. That charge was dismissed. Oh, bad, illegal with carrying of a firearm. Oh, wait a minute. Let me let me check up on the law here. Let me flip through my pages real quick. Turns out you didn't actually break any laws. Whoops. And yet Piers Morgan actively slanders him. You really think Piers Morgan doesn't have people on the show who can look and be like, um, yeah. So he was acquitted. Um. So clearly we can't like tell him that he murdered people. We can only say that he took the lives of people. That that is the only objectively true thing that we can say. But he didn't break the law. That that charge was dismissed because he didn't break the law, so don't tell him that he broke the law when he didn't. And it's like you really think that he didn't have people who could have told him this is the first time that Piers Morgan knew that it was legal for him to carry that firearm in his state. You really think this is the first Morgan, first time that Piers Morgan was suddenly introduced to that fact? Let me ask you, look, I, I'm in the rifle with a barrel longer than 16 inches. That's Wisconsin law, and the judge dismissed that charge. Like, okay. So you, he plays dumb. That is not true. Wisconsin statute says... He says... That is not true. He says, that's not, not true. true. No, it's not true. Says, oh, really? I'm just, I'm just not, not aware of the... Like, you are the media... You are the media. Do your damn job. And don't accuse people of crimes that have already been brought, that, that he has been charged with and were later dismissed because he did not break the law. 17 can, car can carry a long rifle with a barrel longer than 16 inches. That's Wisconsin. As, I, I don't want to cry on stream. As someone with a stuttering problem of sorts, and no, I don't have fucking de dementia like Joe Biden. As someone with a stuttering problem of sorts that, that stems from me being neurodivergent, it is... It, it, it really hits home to me that he, he can't string together an entire sentence and he's dealing with someone who has the entire might of the left wing behind him and, and an entire... You know, P Piers Morgan is is about as establishment as they come when it, when it is um mainstream media i it just it, it really touches me personally like it, there's there's a reason why people rally around him not only because he didn't do anything wrong but because they try to hang him on things that it's just it's just shame on you like, I, I don't know.
I've I've been personally told that because I'm stuttering, like it's some kind of gotcha. And and while yes, psychologically speaking, stuttering can actually be indicative of the brain t- attempting to um to conjure up some sort of a thoughts, and oftentimes that that can actually be indicative of dece- deceitful behavior. It can also just be indicative of the fact that I'm slow sometimes to words. It can be indicative of the fact that I am neurodivergent, and it doesn't come so easy. And and to have to answer to the might of the mainstream media takes incredible courage. Like I don't I don't know him personally. Like he 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 could be, he could become corrupted. You know, ch- let's check in with him thirty years down the line and see what all of this fame has done to him. Maybe maybe it doesn't go so well, and maybe maybe he's no no longer the hero that he once was. Maybe he has a fall from grace. I hope not. But I can say that I am proud of him for being able to do that. Because for me, it's the words don't always come, and I I flub words like that, and I stutter as well. So it it hits it hits hard for me. And it's like I don't even have anybody to, to be answering to. It's not in this moment. But I've been mocked for it. I've been put on the spot and mocked for it by, you know. It's pretty terrible people. But I don't know. What do people have to say? I, I just I feel like like what do people have to say about that? If he actually had murdered someone in cold blood, I I wouldn't say a single thing about him stuttering on the news. Maybe it would be an, an aspect of like, yeah, this is a guilty person who's trying to be deceitful. Um, but it's not a guilty person. Is a young person, a little bit younger than me, who um, has a has a similar struggle when put under pressure like that. National television, like I don't maybe I'm a little bit hyper aware of it because it's been lobbed against me and it hurt when it was lobbed against me because. I didn't do anything wrong. I just, my brain is a little bit different and there's only so much that I can do about it. But I I feel like people would take the fact that he stuttered in that sentence or, or in any sentence in any particular situation. I mean, he was recounting a situation where he was being attempted to, someone was attempting to murder him. And they called that crocodile tears. Like if if that's how ruthless these people are, then I there's got to be somebody out there, um, whether it proves anything or not, who guffaw at him for um, for stuttering, and then turn around and defend Joe Biden, who clearly has dementia, and call it ableist for people to to actually criticize the fact that our president has dementia. <laughs> Because he can't say anything wrong when he gasps as an old man who has the access to the nuclear launch codes. They can't hold him to the same standard. That That's one thing. This is, this is a, another tangent, and I'm going to be here for probably much longer at this point, at this rate. But 
he um th- there was a video i saw on tiktok and yes it was funny um like someone asked him about it was a foreign policy question i don't even remember what it was and he he just turns around chuckles and says that's above my pay grade and there's a pause for a moment as he continues turning back around and leaving the room and he says thank you mr president really like like that is the standard that you hold the president to when the last person who was in office if if he gave the exact same answer you would be shouting him down you'd be trying to press him harder you do your job when it's someone you don't like. And actually, you do your job in in the least fair way possible. You play as dirty as possible when it's someone you don't like. And when it's someone you do like, you can't be critical against him. Because you know that you don't want the, op- the other party, the other people wearing the opposite team jersey to be in power. Because you want the power. Not because you actually care what people have to say. Not because you actually want to hang them on their words or actually hold them accountable for the mistakes that they've made. Ah, the hypocrisy is is just palpable. And it's easy to say everybody in the mainstream media is the same. But once again, they make that... They don't... I don't have to make that case. They make that case for me. And the judge dismissed that charge. Okay, so you were... Le- so let me ask you, look, I, I'm in the country right now, and I've talked about this many times, both here and in America, and it, I learned Americans want to handle their own gun culture the way they want to handle it. I respect that. But let no, me you ask, don't. Do you think no, it's you right don't. that 17-year-olds in America, in Wisconsin, should be able to carry around semi-automatic rifles like an AR-15? If they are responsible with it, then yes. Like, unless they go around behaving like Gage over here, Gage gunman you know, trying to trying to engage in a Wild West-style duel with somebody at the, at the same time of, you know, not actually entering into that duel in a fair way. Big iron on his hip, bud. If, unless a 16, 17-year-old is doing that and behaving that way, then haven't got a problem. I believe in the ability of 16 and 17 year olds to, if you can drive a car, you, you can take out a lot more people with a single car, like a, like an SUV. We've got 16 year olds, you know, 15 year olds on permits and 16 year olds on actual licenses driving around SUVs. But we don't, we don't talk about the, uh, whatever it was Thanksgiving day parade was it Christmas? We don't we don't talk about that guy who took out people in an SUV. That's not a weapon of mass destruction. When when somebody who clearly has the trigger discipline, it's like you're going to ask him if he thinks it's okay. Of course he thinks it's okay. Of course he thinks it's okay. It saved his fucking life. <laughs> Our founding fathers were very intentional when they wrote the Constitution. Based. They didn't put an age limit on how old you have to be to. Um, exercise the Second Amendment. Based. But they did say it would be part of a well-regulated militia. What does that mean? What, in context of the historical time, this is historical setting that that took place in, did that mean? Well-regulated did not mean by the government. The, the entire purpose 
of them saying well-regulated militia regulated the connotations of words as you may or may not un understand tend to change a little bit they change a little bit when um because the English language and any language evolves with the people who use it. The word well-regulated, if you look up in the historical context of that statement, does not mean what you think it means. Regulation now means a law is passed to... Um, there's probably a, a better words to be used to say this, but it means, uh, you know, you don't just get... It's not just anarchy. Well-regulated in that sense meant being responsible. If you go to the um, the contexts upon which their language functioned, the definition for well dash regulated is different. You know, you know, if you take the Bible literally to mean exactly what reading it means, it's like oh, a man lay laid with a woman. He he knew this woman. What does that mean? He he knew her because I the, I know woman. I, I know women, I, I know, I, I lay down in the proximity of other people. It's not what that meant. Those words don't mean the same thing in the King James version of the Bible as they did, as they do now. This country is a young one, but if we can add words to the dictionary, if, if we can add riz in Merriam-Webster, Oxford, or whoever said, added riz to the dictionary, it's like the clearly definitions and new words can arise and things change. Well-regulated did not mean what it meant, what it means today, back when that was written. If you, if, if we really have to eventually like create a King James version of, you know, new translation of, um, to put it into more modern English of, of the constitution, because people can't actually look up the definition of words and the, the context in which they were used. Um, and we, when we can do this and this is what we do legally speaking, we go to precedent, we go to, um, what is it called? British, um, British common law is what, what a lot of the precedent was based off of when they were actually creating the constitution, when they were at the constitutional convention, they were talking about things that were happening in British common law at the time. Um, that's where a lot of our precedent comes from. And to interpret it as it, via the definitions of today, like, it's, it's just nonsense. And he knows this. There's no way that he doesn't know this. There's no way that he's never heard anybody actually say anything in opposition to it. He peddles it because he knows that there are stupid people or, or, or just people who, frankly, just aren't um, skeptical enough who won't be, who will just be like, mm, yeah, no, yeah, well-regulated. Well of course, if it says it's well-regulated, well and that means that it, we should be able to um, create laws to regulate it in the terms of day. Well-regulated did not mean, they. that's not what they meant back then. And if you interpret it in the same way that they meant it back then, you're going to be really, really confused. They also didn't put an age in it, and we have the right to bear arms. It's our right as Americans to to possess these arms, to carry these ar these firearms, and to use them to protect ourselves. You see, and he, he wasn't informed on the, the actual legal jargon of that statement. Well, you know, so he wasn't able to say that, but I, I still think that as a valid argument in response is, oh, well, it does say well-regulated. And he's like, okay, yeah, 
does regulated mean that we we can actually put an age on it? They didn't put an age on it. So are we going to, in retrospect, say, eh, actually, no, I don't think that universally every, you know, 15-year-old, it's like, this is why we have federalism. Every single state is going to be able to decide at whatever point in time, okay, maybe 16 is a little bit too young for people to be allowed to drive, or, or maybe it's a little too young for people to be allowed, or maybe just in this particular case, this person isn't responsible enough with the privilege of driving a car, or with the privilege, uh, it's not a privilege, with the, with the right of owning a gun. Maybe this person has forfeited their right to own a gun by being aggressive and trying to take the life of somebody else who and it was not self-defense and it was aggression that's really the only case that you can you know be limited in that way but how many 16 17 year old convicted felons do you know not very many you kind of have to try them as adults and in order to try them as adults you have to actually prove that they had the ability to comprehend what they were doing um and if they didn't have the ability to comprehend what they were doing it's all odds on that they were schizophrenic look up the um the the slender man attempted stabbing murder uh 2011 2013 or whatever one of those people is is still is is out of that because she could not comprehend what was happening and was you know the other is still in custody and still in um a, a mental asylum because she was schizophrenic and has has been deemed probably still a dangerous person um because she can't control herself but I don't, it's like, I don't know if either of them are necessarily convicted felons. Um, like, I don't know, people do not understand the law. People do not understand federalism and the way that the law works in, in the context of federalism. If, if you don't understand any of this, then why do you think you should be able to talk about it? Not only on Facebook, ranting and raving to all your Facebook followers and, and family and whatever who think you're crazy because you're like some Karen talking about whatever you're talking about. Um, and they feel sorry for you because you sound insane. Um, or, you know, it's like, it's like, that's one thing, but what, what makes you think that you have any good moral right? Um, you know, why shouldn't you feel ashamed? For talking about something of which you clearly know nothing about to everybody else who's just going to hear it lap it up and be like, oh, you have um a responsibility as somebody with such a platform and I, and I generally don't go on this tirade but you do have a responsibility to not mislead the people who listen and watch you listen to and watch you and if you're going to actively mislead mislead people and actively not do your research on what the law is and what the law means, what the the words even mean in the first place, then shame on you. Do you really think that you can you your head hits the pillow at night and you can sleep at night without having that as a I just better also didn't put an age in it and we have the right to bear arms it's our right as americans to to possess these arms to shall not be arms, infringed firearms and to use them to protect ourselves how do, how do people treat you carl when you when you walk around there well there there is some harassment um, i'm constantly having some of them horrible me. i'm constantly receiving death threats on social media 
and it's just something that is part of my life now having pictures taken of me everywhere i go and the constant is it reasonable your honor is it reasonable that perhaps he has every right in the, in in the world to monetize his speaking on the experience and to profit off of that experience when he's been demonized by so many people it follows him everywhere and he will never be able to go a second in public life without it being brought up when he did nothing wrong is it reasonable your honor that he didn't do anything wrong and yet he has to suffer the consequences of you Piers Morgan telling everybody and misinforming the public that he um that he's still evil somehow it's like mm, well you couldn't prove it in court but but I I still don't like him I still I I, I couldn't prove that it that it was that it was actually illegal but it's weird I don't like it doesn't matter that you don't like it he did nothing wrong and you and you're gonna bully and harass him for the rest of his life if nobody ended up reporting on it if the mainstream media didn't end up colluding and I do think that they collude and I do think that there should be something done about that perhaps on a on a political level I do think that um he has every single right to, without any shame whatsoever, monetize it. Because, you know, what what else has he got left? You really think that it's, it's genuinely probably less than a 50-50 shot. Maybe. Maybe it's 60-40. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Maybe it depends on where he goes. You know, it, he's probably not going to want to leave Texas. He's probably not going to want to ever enter enter a blue state. You know, how what's he going to do? How is he going to be able to walk in and get an entry level job somewhere? How's he going to go to a college anywhere? I, 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 is there any college anywhere that would accept someone who isn't the, who is a is now a right wing poster child, not because of any choice of his own? but because people wanted to hang him and couldn't legally do so, so they decided to do so ideologically. Created an ideological martyr. How's... I've, I, it, it sounds like a will-you-press-the-button scenario, where it's like, everybody everywhere you go hates you, or at least half the country or a certain contingency of people will hate you, but... You do get a book deal and the kind of the, the the rest of your life is taking care of you if you can live with the fact that everybody despises you or a certain contingency of people despise you and as you know as humans you will not really be able to turn away from that. You're gonna just have to learn to live with it. Will you press the button? He didn't have a choice. His choice was pull the trigger or die. And from the moment that he, he pulled that trigger, it, it wasn't exactly a shot heard around the world, but it was a shot that reverberated throughout his entire life. Couple shots. But you really you really think that he's he's supposed to live in shame 
and you really think that he should live in shame just because you are bullying him to do so? I don't... And constant harassment and death threats. It's not right. Obviously, by doing a book and promoting it in the way that you are on national television around the world, you're going to make yourself even more famous, infamous, whatever you want to call it. Um, is, that, is that something you're aware of, that you're deliberately... Con it's... It's... He's biting the bullet. At the end of Outlast, you know, I'd streamed that recently. You know, Murkoff Corporation is is everything to be able to make your life a living hell, but it's the right thing to do. It's like, you can't hide. If he, if he tried to change his name and Gage changed his name, Gage changed his name, the convicted felon who tried to assassinate him in cold blood. Um, fascinating, interesting. Um, you know... Just I just like do you really think I'm aware that it's going to bring some more notoriety to my name and make me more known but if he wanted to play the card of like let's hide let's change my name let's go it, it wouldn't have worked people take pictures of him in public they recognize him it's been televised there couldn't have been anything that he did to that that he could have done to protect that it was over for him the moment that he pulled the trigger. Not because of anything that he did wrong, but because of what everybody else decided to do. And so they shame him saying, you're making a book about it. You gave him the platform to, to, to write a book about it. And you, you're not going to give him much options. You're going to try and get him fired. There's going to be people in his job who complain about him because they're like, oh, I, I can't believe I'm here with a murderer. Even though legally speaking... He was acquitted, so to, to call him a murderer is defamation. You know? If he loses his job because of that, damages. But they, 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 they try to cut you off at every single turn, and then they shame you for taking all that's left. They will surround your house. And, and, and maybe this is, you know, a, a little bit... Like, it's, it's not lost on me, but I, I'm sort of speaking metaphorically, but I, I mean, to a certain degree, literally, this could happen. They they will surround your house. They'll block every single exit. And if you decide that you want to stake out inside and take and, and preserve whatever you have left, you know, if, if you're, if you're, um, Lot, right? That's like, like Lot's wife. The prophet who got everything. If, if, you're, if you're him and you got everything taken away from you and you have nothing left but just just a smidgen and you cling to that and you try to continue living life and they shame you for it, it's like, mm, I don't know. It, it, it sounds kind of kind of like what they talk about with the, with the devil in the Bible. Lot still decided to have to have faith and to continue living when he lost literally everything. And Kyle has lost everything, and the only thing that he has left is to turn to the enemies, and you have made him an enemy when you could have done nothing. And you shame him for turning to the people that you turned him to. It's like that political comic that's been, you know, photoshopped and skewed every which way about, like, it's like someone pushes someone into something else and then blame them for the fact that, that they pushed them in that direction.
you will not make anything but enemies when you try to destroy people's lives like this. I think it's worth that risk to share my story and share what happened. And Just he's not losing. He has nothing to lose at this point. The right is the only people who, and, and, and I do mean the right, because apparently objectivity makes you right wing. The, the right is the only people who will accept him for who he is. And when we, we want to talk about tolerance, it doesn't apply to white people who shoot people in, in self-defense. Who, who would It doesn't apply to them because that's, that's white supremacy. A white person, white person, defended himself from being murdered and the reason why he got off was because of, of white supremacy. That's insane. That is unbelievably racist. That, 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 that is a thing that people think. And don't deny that people think that. Go on Twitter for half a second, you'll find them. In the hopes that maybe somebody who else, somebody else who goes through a similar situation or faces other trials in their life, they can read it and they can understand that they're not alone and that this happens to other people. And and that's the thing is like even if it's just because he stuttered, even if it's because he just you know holds certain positions that everybody else wants to attack him for, um, he's made me feel less alone. But consider this, would I feel alone as some random person on the internet um, if there wasn't such a conceited effort to ideologically suppress people who think like me or who think like Kyle? Would, I, would people feel solace in listening to Kyle's story if Kyle wasn't, wasn't defamed to the degree that he was? I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that there would be many people who who would mind so much. But it's because we can see that people are trying to erode and and to and to to, to steal people's rights to self defense, and we we start to stop caring so much. You have by being the the worst person um by being you know more in excess by by not responding in um you know clear soberness of mind and and by allowing the emotions to run away with you and by being dishonest and by frankly many of these people by being evil you've created an enemy that would never have grown to the strength that it would have had you just not been so evil. If, if I don't know, you could use probably anything. Probably anything. Any, any villain. I'll just go with Voldemort. You know, you know, he created his, the bane of his existence by trying to mash out any opposition to him. You know, um, Thanos created, you know, his adopted daughters tried to kill him in the end multiple times because of what he did to them. And it's like the people who would be there with you on your side if you 
just took more of a reasonable position. If you just weren't so radically insane, the people who would be there by your side now stand against you. And you pave the way for even worse people. There are people who are, you know, if you got a problem with what I say, you know, I'm, I'm not homophobic. <laughs> but there are people who are, who don't like me. There are people who are worse than me. There's always a bigger fish. You know, like, it's just ridiculous. You've created not only enemies when you don't realize that you are not the good guy, but, you know, you've created guys that are worse than you. How can you sleep at night, huh? But with the misjustice, that does happen in America. Okay, Carl Rittenhouse, thank you. What does he say? happens to other people with the misjustice, that does happen in America. Okay, Carl Rittenhouse, thank you for joining me. I appreciate he it. He says, uh, injustice. I just, like, at least he could have just said, like, F you and goodbye. Like, I guess at least he, he was like, hey, I, I respect you for coming on and allowing me to be awful to you. But I don't know, man. Like, maybe I care a little bit more about what he has to say after this. Would anybody care what he had to say, has to say, if he wasn't, you know, you gave him this platform, you created your, your own demon, like the, you know, like Wendigoon's, um, talking about, um, the what do you call it the mandela catalog you imagined an imaginary friend and, and invited a demon into your life and into the real world that would never have existed had you not done so you invited it you created this yourself you know and and, and at the end it's like hmm I feel like it's more realistic to be an anti-hero than it is to be a hero at this point. I'm not perfect, but I'm far better than the evil that I see and call out, so I'm willing to do it. I am going to take a real quick intermission. Um, oh, this is going to be a spur-of-the-moment decision, but I'll see if I'll come back to doing FNAF or not. Who knows? Who knows? Alrighty. It really is funny that, like, the stream was intended to actually be a FNAF stream, but clearly ended up, uh... I, I, always, I always do this. I always get sidetracked. It's just... I'm pedantic. I'm a pedantic person. It's just the way that I am. Um... But I, I've, I, I think I've decided to embrace it, really. Um, funny, my uh, phone is at 60% at this point, so I may actually have to end up switching phones. But I think I will continue. Um, just to put one final nail in the coffin, every single argument here um, 
you know, just because you support Kyle Rittenhouse does not mean you're a neo-Nazi. I, I feel like I don't, whoops, I feel like I don't have to make that argument. Um, I've, you know, there are literally insane, deranged people. I have been called a pedophile for having a FNAF um, profile picture. Like, I, I just, I don't know what to say. Like, like there are people who think insane things. There are people who think that because I'm a Christian, I'm a Nazi. There are people who think that, like, it, it, it's just, it's delusion. It, far be it for me to call it schizo behavior. Like, I don't know. The, 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 I'm pretty sure that is part of the diagnostic criteria for schizophrenia is conflating two completely unrelated things slash events and just just conflating them and thinking that they're the, the exact same thing. Um, that it's like, he's clearly not an incel, he's married, he's, you know, not a fully blown neo-Nazi, don't know what gives you that idea. Um, he, do, I don't think he said anything about supporting Kyle Rittenhouse, but even if he did, he would be right to do so, and that doesn't make anybody a Nazi, and the only people who are saying that are people who are just as insane as you. So, I don't know if I can convince you, and that's that's why you laugh at these people. If you can't convince them, you make an example of them. Um, and, like, I don't know, I, I think there's forgiveness to be had for people who, even if they had been made an example of, but... Um, like, you, you're not going to continue mocking them when now they've realized the error of their ways. Like, and I, and I would hope that the left, I, I, I wouldn't hope, actually. I have no hope for the left. I would hope that, you know, would hope that the left, that um, if Kyle Rittenhouse realized the quote-unquote error of his ways, then, crap, they'd be able to um, forgive him for his misdeeds, quote-unquote. But um, they wouldn't. They wouldn't accept him. Because they already called him murderer. They don't think that he's redeemable. These people, I'll laugh at them. I'll, I'll quote retweet them. I'll call it schizo behavior. I'll look and see and be like, eh, she's put her account on private. But in the end, if she unprivates and realizes, I said something that was wrong. And, um, like, I don't know, maybe it would take years down the line for you to realize, oh, yeah, no, Kyle Rittenhouse actually was kind of innocent of any wrongdoing then you don't even have to like the guy but to use your own words i just think it's weird if you dislike him when he did nothing wrong they're like okay but he did nothing wrong he's just like i don't care i just don't like him it's like eh, you're, you're just being a child at this point you can't rationalize your own position and that's not my fault just kind of wild. Just kind of wild. And he'll continue trending until... Into perpetuity. He'll he'll be trending forever. Can't imagine what what that would be like. Not, not because, you know... Oh, I've never been trending before. Like, clearly, you know, I've never been trending. But because I've also never been and probably never will be trending for um having killed someone in self-defense i hope to never be in that position but if i have to at least i know that i have the courage to stand up for what's right
and then I didn't stand idly by and let people get murdered, including, up to and including myself. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just sick of that uncritical dogma, religious thinking. As, as I began, and you know, it's just not fair. It needs to, needs to stop. I, I will be right back once more. I have to fill up my stupid water. I have to stay hydrated. Um, and this stupid room does not get enough ventilation, and I wish I could change that, but I can't. Anyhow. And, and here's, here's one thing that I think is important to consider. Like, I don't, um... I don't think that my grandparents being Democrats or being sort of more on the left are evil. Because I don't think that. Um, but I would hope that if, if I were to express, you know, if they were to see the, the things that I've expressed on this stream so far, that they wouldn't like write me out of their wills or something. Because it's like, I don't think they're evil for disagreeing with me. And, and it's not just because they're family, it's because they're human. People can be wrong. And, and I don't want to speak ill of them either. You know, I don't fault them for being wrong, and I forgive them for being wrong. Everyone's been wrong. That's the thing. That, that There would be people who would who would just go out right now and throw their grandparents under the bus and be like, oh yeah, they were racist and whatever. It's like, it's like man, I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want to do that. I want to forgive people for, for any of their misdeeds, and, and if especially if they realize that they were wrong, I just want to welcome them with open arms. I don't believe that all Democrats are evil. But when you can tell that Democrats are just the left in general, they lockstep with each other. They, they put such a conceited effort into doing what they do. Um, they, it's just, it's just harmful. They, they don't care about anything but power. And the people who don't know any better, and I, and I would say that my, my grandparents have certain sensitivity. There's, there's all sorts of, everybody does. Anybody can be mistaken of any age. Anybody can be deceived of any age. Anybody can be convinced of something that is false. It doesn't matter what age you are. But I won't fault them for that. Um... Because, you know, I, I extend that to my grandparents, not because they're my grandparents, but because I think, I feel like if I, I that, that's what I wish. I wish that I could be able to express my beliefs with my family without sort of the expectation that I have to burn bridges with them or they have to, they are going to burn bridges with me if I speak my mind, because we can't have a conversation about it. If, if the rest of the world behaves that way, fine. But if if my own family behaves that way, that's that's incredibly sad. And I, it's always the left, as, as far as you can kind of see, see who's burning bridges. They say, go and talk to your racist grandparents. Make them realize how wrong they were. 
And it's like, I fundamentally am not going to get on that train. <laughs> Anyhow, I think I will end this stream. However, um, I will be back soon. Depending. Um, depending. I might just only be live tomorrow. I, th I feel like maybe Fridays might be a better day to just go live anyway. But uh, yeah, I'll probably be back with FNAF. Um, and I will we'll attempt to finish it. It may be difficult, but that's the way it be. Um, it's been it's been a while since I've done like a double stream day. And I, I feel like I should make a better habit of like splitting. If I go like over a certain amount of time even if it's only like a 45 minute, like, um, you know, ranting, or whatever I call this segment, discourse, um, I feel like I should probably just split it because, you know, in the sense of grapefruit, where it's like, I'm going from completely different topics. So it's like, unless there's a theme to everything, like I'm just going through all of the Outlast games or whatever, then I should probably split the recordings and quit stream for just a little bit, take a 30 minute break or something like that, and then just come back. It's just probably more healthy to do that anyway. It probably makes more sense when it's on the um, the archive channel and everything. But anyhow, I shall bid you adieu. And to the one chatter that I had earlier, thank you for just being funny. Because I, I honestly, I honestly need comic relief to a certain degree. And even if I didn't get a follow out of it, even if, even if you hate, you hate my guts for him, any of the things that I said, um, I just appreciate not getting relentlessly attacked by bad faith actors. So anything that's not that, that's how low the bar is. So thank you for, for doing that dog mom reel. That's a great use. Of, like, I, I don't even know what that means, but it's, it's funny. I like being able to see the profile pictures as well. That looks pretty femboyish. Anyway. I shall be... What's oh, this dog mom's? So is this dog mom... Anyway. It's funny I said dogma. Like, so... Uh, once once or twice in this entire stream. But it's like dog mom. Anyway, I, I, I don't know. I'm just looking at, like, what's in front of my face right now. That's what the ADHD is. There's something shiny and interesting and dangling keys and jingle jingle the back rooms that... I don't know. I'm going to get some food because it's important to get food um, and maybe answer a call for my girlfriend. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll probably be live tomorrow as well. I'm trying to stay, you know, productive and everything, but um, I'm getting better. I'm, I'm recovering from a, from sicknesses and whatnot. And I, sh I should just remain consistent with streaming and stop caring so much i should just do it no hesitation just just dive in to this point it's just like yeah what what have i got to lose a job i've barely got a job who cares enough of me <laughs> behaving like some sort of a sad clown for a moment that's not what i'm here to do gonna get a snack gonna be back whether it's today in a couple hours or tomorrow in a couple hours, and we shall see. But either way, I'll bid you adieu.